0: So let's give it up for our Lifetime Achievement Award winner, Richard Hart.
1: Lifetime Achievement Award. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Excitement. Thanks for the applause, everybody. Hear me out there? It says I'm in the show. What's up, everybody? Am I live? Can you hear me? Maddie, can you um, turn on my mic?
0: Maddie, 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 how can I stop the share so we
2: can see Richard Big?
1: There hey, we go. How's it going, everybody? It's much nicer to be on stage and talking when the hex price is up thirty percent for the day than uh, when it's down. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, when I give these talks, I've never, never prepared one. They're all, you know, ad lib, contemporaneous, and uh, I like it because I just get to talk to you guys and, and share what's on my mind the more that i touch the real world the more that i realize that uh the rest of the world sucks and most of what i know that is good in the world is the stuff that i'm building or the people i know are building so for instance you know we saw some uh political what would be widely regarded as peaceful political protest in canada where people are so nice that they're more likely to say sorry to you than almost any other english word and uh they had their money seized from them without due process of law using an emergency executive order and what we see all across the world is the executive branches of governments usurping the power of the legislative and judicial branches breaking the checks and balances that make democracies work and every day you have less choice worse fees worse hours you know you're almost banned from every platform there's no customer service it's all got you capitalism and you never, you never get your rights back. So there used to be a, a law that if you intercepted somebody's mail and you read it, that would be a federal crime. It was a big deal. Now everyone reads your mail. The admin at your ISP reads your mail. Google reads your mail. Whoever your email service provider is reads your mail. And not until too long ago, the EU had a directive where by law they had to keep a copy of your mail just in case they wanted to screw you up later one day, just in case they wanted to get you wild to me that this is the world that we live in where our analog rights have been lost in the digital world our rights to privacy which is a legitimate right you know the the un nation the the un would tell you that you have a right to privacy and freedom of movement the first amendment of the constitution in the bill of rights the united states constitution would tell you that you have a right to freedom of movement freedom of association and freedom of speech and yet, these are the things that are being violated every single day. If you live in Germany right now, you can't go to a restaurant unless you've been vaccinated. If you get a if you get a vaccination, or if you get a, a test that says that you're COVID clean, you don't have it. You have to get it every single day, and it's a PCR tests, so it costs fifty euros plus, and they jam a swab up your nose, and uh, and you still can't do anything. So that they they have these levels where. You not only have to have a test that shows you're negative, but you also have to be vaccinated and you also have to have boosters. And then here's the funny part. In a couple of weeks, they're just going to forget about it all. And it's all going to go away. But today you have no rights. Today you have no right to freedom of movement. Today you have no right to freedom of association. That's not okay. It's never been okay. America was founded, you know, <laughs> America was founded by a bunch of pot smoking farmers who weren't happy with being taxed, uh, and not represented. They were just basically be, being enslaved. And in certain countries, uh, their tax laws enslave you. Like you are a slave and good luck freeing yourself. And it's it's not a fair world out there. And so cryptocurrency and hex.com, pulsechain.com, pulsex.com, these are some of the only tools in the world that actually can bring freedom back to the people. It's really that that simple. Yeah. Imagine being a Russian right now, You've, you live in a country that has the GDP of Florida. They have a 7% of the United States GDP. The only Russian products that I know of that I would like to purchase are either gasoline or that's it, right? Because I'm not allowed to, to buy fighters. Right. They're not licensed for export. So uh, yeah, it's just they're a petro state. Um, in excess of 50% of their budget comes from the sale of gasoline, but they used to be a superpower. And how does that happen? How do you go from being a superpower, one of the best countries in the world to having the GDP of Florida? Well, uh, you just don't keep building basically. And that's the reason why, you know, the quickest cars are made in America. The best CPUs are made in America. The best finance is made in America. Um, Americans get stuff done. We really do. And that's why the language of science internationally is English. And, uh, the world's reserve currency. Has got dead Americans on it, uh, and even even in these times of crisis, when the dollar is becoming worthless faster than we've ever seen in our lifetimes, in my lifetime the dollar has never become worthless uh, faster. So this watch uh, would be like one hundred twenty-five thousand new. Now it's uh, three hundred thousand. This watch would probably be like maybe one hundred and fifty thousand new. Now it's a million. Once I replace this bracelet, and I think I might even be able to swap inside the truth, but I got one in on order so. Should, should a watch that you don't even whine to tell time cost a million dollars? Should it cost six or seven times retail? No, but because they keep printing the money out of thin air, stealing from everyone who has bothered to save it. You know, now this is, this is what people don't understand. If you have a stock and, or let's say you had gold, laughable, it, it, it's, it's not a very good investment, but let's say it went up uh, magically 30% this year. If everything that you wanted to buy, like this watch, went up two or 300%, you still lost a ton of purchasing power. Wheat went up 30% this week. Nickel went up like 700% this week. Everything is at all-time highs. Houses are at all-time highs. Um, you know, Cryptocurrencies were recently at all-time highs 11 months ago for Bitcoin, um, maybe six months ago for Hex. So when... Will man be free of being robbed by his government and how to the, how to the currencies of the world, is there a difference between a guy illegally counterfeiting money and the government just printing money out of thin air? What's the difference to the prices? The only difference is who gets to spend it first, but to the prices, it just, it just drives up the prices of anything anyway, and it devalues your savings anyway. And so if you want to give human beings back the power that they used to have, now I'll give you another example. So we know that your your right to privacy is totally destroyed, right? So so you have a right from government uh, search and seizure, unreasonable search and seizure, fourth amendment, right? But they just skip it and circumvent it because your privacy has already been violated by all the companies. So your cell phone provider already has a record of anywhere you've ever been. Your cell phone provider has a record of any girl you've ever called, even though you forgot their number and lost it. They still have it. And they're not the only entity that has it. There's government agencies that have it too. So the ISP has it. Maybe the, the SS7 routing networks that they have agreements with have it, and then uh, you know, certain three-letter agencies. And the government will have it too, even though they might not mention it to you. And so everyone in the world knows what girls you've been talking to, but you'll forget. <laughs> That's crazy to me. It's wild to me. And then they passed these laws. So they had the data retention law, which is hilarious. Like capture all the SMS, capture all the, the uh, emails. We have the, you'd have no privacy anyway because of cell phones. Everyone, and by the way, laws that just make you click okay to every agreement that pops up. If you actually spent the time to read all the agreements that pop up, you wouldn't have a life left. It would be impossible. You couldn't function as a human being. Who who made this law? Like now everything is just worse. They're going to steal all your data and use it however they want anyway. You don't have time to read all the stupid agreements. They're going to lose all your data. Regardless, government agencies lose everybody's data. Credit reporting agencies lose everybody's data. Everybody that captures your data loses it. It's wild to me. And then, and then you have security theater, right? Like, <laughs> but I'm afraid to speak out about some of these things because I don't want to get censored. I don't want to get deleted, right? Like, I wouldn't even talk about, I, I won't even say the C word because I've had my channel banned before over it. So like, I, I, it sucks that we live in a world where freedom of speech is dead. It's dead. Your ability to talk to someone in customer service is dead. Your ability to have more freedom of choice, more features, better hours, it, it, all gone, your privacy's gone, it's all dead. The only thing that's bringing you back is cryptocurrency. How can you have a right to privacy but have to beg a company to transact? How can you have a right to freedom but have the government instantly turn off your money without any due process or any charges whatsoever, instantly through executive action, turn off your money? How are you gonna execute your right to freedom of movement or freedom of travel when you can't buy a ticket? How are you gonna do that? Walk, how are you gonna eat when you can't buy food? Bitcoin, Ethereum, Hex, pulse chain, cryptocurrency in general. We are making the world a better place in extremely vital ways that were so important people sacrificed their lives for it hundreds of years to go to create the nation that, a lot, that most of the people that I'm talking to were born in and, and live in. The founding fathers died in order to give us these rights and over the years, like boiling a frog, you just get it hotter and hotter, and it never notices it's boiling, it never jumps out of the, the pot. This is what's happened to America and the rest of the world. I mean, the the WEF, the WEF World Economic Forum wants you to own nothing and be happy. But what it really means is someone else owns it, it's not you. Just like cloud computing, there's no such thing as cloud computing. There's just somebody else's computer that's not yours. They want you to have less power, less control. They want somebody else that you didn't elect, that you don't know who they are, to have more control and more power over you. And how does that work? It doesn't work well. Central planning has never worked well. Decentralization and emergent wisdom of the crowd is what makes efficient markets. It's what makes competition and excellence occur in capitalism. It's, it's the driving, choice is the driving power behind capitalism. And without choice, you will get these emergent monopolies that create horror for everyone. If you got Google, if you got banned off Google, Twitter, Facebook, do you exist? Do you exist? How do you how do you communicate with people? How will anyone know that you exist when you're banned from these few companies? And people get banned randomly by AI all the time. And who can they talk to? Who can they call? Nobody, because they don't care. I wish that the horrible companies of the 1980s that people thought would come true, like you know, OCP Corp from Robocop. I wish that those companies came true because at least they wanted you as a customer. At least they wanted your money. At least you could work around the evil and and manage it. But in the cancel culture, where everyone's first movement is to remove all your speech, remove your ability to communicate, remove your ability to transact, remove your right to freedom of movement, remove your right to freedom of association, remove your right even to address the government for grievances. Like This is the first amendment. Cryptocurrency solves this. And back to the Russians, I feel so sorry for the Russian people and the Ukrainian people, neither of which individually decided to go start blowing each other up. And let's be serious. One of those parties has a much larger uh, blowing people up responsibility. You know, one team is playing defense. One team is playing offense. The offensive team didn't have to play offense. And then people make all these stupid, totally stupid analogies as though NATO were somehow equivalent to Russia. They're not. The NATO general can't order anyone to do anything. The NATO general doesn't have a button that he can press to fire missiles at anyone. He does not. The individual members of that treaty just do whatever they want. They don't have to do anything, literally, which is why they usually don't meet their obligations. They usually don't put up the 2% of their GDP they're supposed to in defense. And if something did happen to one of their neighbors, they can just choose not to do anything and be like, lol, ha, ah, which is the same thing they would have done if they weren't even the treaty organization. It's it's a, it's a membership... It, it, It's no more a membership than basically just being like, hey, we all kind of speak English and we all kind of have the same morals. So we'll we'll just kind of try and back each other up if something bad happens. That's basically what the NATO agreement is. And that type of agreement has nothing in common with what is considered a totalitarian regime where they very strictly control what is allowed to be said in the media. And will put you in prison if you say the wrong thing. And I mean, have we forgotten that these people just straight up with like exotic chemicals poison people they don't like? They, get, they hit you with a polonium poisoning if they don't like you. And publicly with like a very identifiable radioactive signature. And so I run it, you know, I love libertarians. We want the world to have more freedom and they're so used to hating what the globalists like. It's a good heuristic. It's like, oh, the globalists like it, I should hate it. But globalists like you to brush your teeth too. Occasionally they get something right. And so the opposite of globalism is not totalitarianism. The opposite of bad laws are not no laws, they're good laws. And so I hate to see people rush because they hate the globalists so much as they should, um, that they fall into something that's even worse, like totalitarianism is worse. Dictators are worse. Eating the bugs and, and having a social credit card score that could be revoked based on your political beliefs, like you go to buy food, and they're like, ah, you can't buy food because you know you said the wrong thing about the leading party. That sucks, but that's, that's more similar to what they have in Russia than it is what they have in these Western countries. I and mean, when you go on Wikipedia and you look at the perceived corruption index, all those Western countries that you think are woke, they have the best outcomes for their citizens by far. And then all the countries that you think are like hardcore, manly countries, they have the worst outcomes for their citizens. That's the reality. And so, what I want, I mean, I wish I could be president. I wish I could make these decisions for people. And maybe one day, maybe one day we can have that, right? Like, maybe. Maybe one day we can gather up enough economic capital to create a a stronghold in a nation that we could have enough pull in, um, or otherwise, I mean, look, African nations get created and get recognized, and they start from rather scratch every once in a while. So it is something that can be done, but it's surely not easy, and we've got a lot of other battles to win before we can do that. You know, Um, political and economic change can be executed in existing governments, It just takes effort. And every time one of these bills comes into power that screws all of the normal people, right? So in the United States, they could just issue a tax bill because they already have all the data from your employer. They could just issue the tax bill and not have to play like, hey, guess what you owe us or go to jail. They could just issue you the bill. But by law, they can't do it because Intuit company that owns TurboTax and a bunch of other stuff, they made it a law so the government couldn't do that for you so that they can continue to charge you rent. That sucks. But because they paid the right lobbyists, they got a horrible bill passed. And so you run into this all the time, where there are some people that get what they want out of the government, and it's very often not what is good for the people. Military-industrial complex doesn't have the people's at mind in mind. Like they, you know, they make money on conflict. Uh, the guys that want you to eat bugs, so stupid. Guys, we don't need to eat bugs. Every single nation that's like, once your nation becomes profitable, you're birth rate falls through the floor and you don't even replace what's lost anymore. You've got negative population growth in Europe. You've got negative population growth in China. You've got negative population growth, a ton of places. (laughs) You don't have to worry about this overcrowding thing. It solves itself naturally, right? You don't have to poison the people or, uh, you know, there's a lot of countries that straight up have programs to pay you to go on dates. They have this in Sweden. They have this in Japan. They will pay you to go on a date, hopefully, so you make kids that's crazy i wish people would pay me to go on dates man uh i'd find some time you know so what's the summary of all this the summary of all this is you can have the freedom to transact if you're in cryptocurrency which is why you saw ukraine beg for cryptocurrency to help them fund the defense of their nation and they raised about 50 million dollars doing it and they used that to buy weapons to defend their country now uh it's just handing people money in general is pretty risky. What if the other team wins? Now that's their stuff, right? What, what, if, oh, what if the guy that ran that account just decides to defect? Like there's so many, just handing people money is like a super risky situation. So cryptocurrency was invented to get rid of counterparty risk and paying people and hoping usually doesn't work out, usually. But what it, what it does show is that cryptocurrency is so important to the future of the world that nation states are begging for it. And when nothing else works, let me tell you what, what happened to Russia. If you're normal Russian, let's say you're normal Russian grandma, you're retired. you're 65. Now, let me tell you the, the products and companies that you can't interact with in Russia, because of a decision made far, far outside your sphere of influence. Here's the companies that have pulled out of Russia: Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Rolex, Ferrari, Lamborghini, uh, Pepsi, American Express, Visa, MasterCard. Spotify, Netflix, Disney, just about everybody. What did that 65-year-old lady do to deserve that? Nothing. Not a thing. She's being victimized twice. She's being victimized once by the government. She's being vi- victimized once by other governments. This lady's having a really bad time. It ain't pretty, right? Now, now you could say, look, this is a an alternative to try and prevent a, a more harsh, like having a temporary suspension of products you don't really need, but kind of want, like you don't really need Coca-Cola, but apparently a lot of people like it. Um, Cryptocurrency solves this. If American Express and Visa and MasterCard not only are unwilling to allow you to transact, but also uh, go down sometimes and also charge a 1% fee on the entire GDP of the world, basically, and, and remove your freedom, remove your anonymity, remove your privacy, cryptocurrency can solve that. In general, crypto is not private. You got to work for it. But if you do want it, you can have it. You can have privacy in crypto if you want it. You can't with a credit card. So cryptocurrency solves the right to transact, which is the right that underpins and backs your right to freedom of movement. You got to be able to pay for it. Freedom of speech. You got to be able to pay for it. You need an SMS to sign up for everything. You got to pay for that. It's like their version of proof of work, buying an SMS or right buying a phone number that has an SMS. And... Uh, privacy, freedom. Did my, why did my uh, camera just drop? I guess my feed's still good on your end. So you get privacy, freedom to transact, freedom to move, freedom to address your government uh, for grievances. All, cryptocurrency solves all these things. And it's also when the network fees aren't clogged, which Pulse Chain is going to help with, you can transact for less than you know, 20, 30 bucks a pop, which is what the legacy banking systems want to charge you. So I'm very excited about what Pulse Chain And what hacks can bring to the world i'm very excited that we can free so many people from the tyranny and the injustice that they don't even realize that they've been living in these people don't even realize that the world has screwed them over give you another point uh in the united states i think you need to register uh, with the government if you're going to transmit to more than ten thousand dollars across the border but every single year your ten thousand dollars buys less and less and if you do that out in a long enough time frame pretty much to buy a sandwich you'll need to have $10,000. And that means that you'll, if you bring across the border sandwich money, you're going to have to report it to the government. Every single law that has a hard coded dollar figure in it in the United States, it's not inflation adjusted is a terribly unjust and unfair law because the money keeps going to zero over time. And as it goes to zero over time, it's just not, just, it's not just my belief. It's not just what the chart shows. It's not just what the chart from a hundred years shows. It's also what Charlie Munger says. Well, not everything he says is right, but in this case, Most people know that fiat currencies go to zero over time. Is that fair to the people? Does that empower the people? What do they do with that money? They waste it. They go to war with it. They buy the wrong stuff. They sit around. It's crazy. Like you guys at this conference are participating in something that is one of the few things in the world that can truly improve man's situation in the world. Most everything else that's going on sucks. So congratulations to you guys is what I say. Did I eat my hour up yet? Is my hour over yet? Or am I going to start doing watch reviews? I don't know how many, much how long I've been here. My uh my camera recording thing died, so it's a good thing I'm like recording it extra. We do we do, want to do question and answers? Does anyone know how long I've been on so far? Wait a second, maybe I can check this thing. I've been only been thirty minutes. You guys want to hear me talk? Twenty five more minutes. I was told I was told that there was some type of like surprise or, or gift or something going on. I was supposed to call in twenty minutes early. Did I screw that up? Let me look here. Hey guys, where's my special gift? <laughs> um, so what else do we got going on? I mean, I, I, if you watched my last live stream, which I thought looked pretty funny because I was wearing an outfit full of stuffed animals on it and stuff. Um,
2: hey, Rich. Hey, what's going on? Maddie here. On? Hey, man. I'm waiting for a sticker guy to add me to the screen. All right. Hey. So we've got Aubrey De Grey here and I was going oh, nice. to have him come up and say hi. I've also okay. got a special video from a crypto celebrity to play.
1: Crypto celebrity. All right. Is it Joe Biden?
3: Aubrey. <laughs> All right. Is that working?
1: Yeah, I hear you.
3: Yeah, that's, that's messy. I'm not there yet.
2: Sicker guy, go ahead and add Aubrey, please.
3: That's me. There we go. Hey, Richard. Hey, man. How's it going? Very well. I came Bye. in here yesterday afternoon, and I've spent the entire time receiving vast amounts of love from your people.
1: That's beautiful, man. Um, well, thanks for trying to save our lives. We appreciate
3: it. We <laughs> a talk last night. Uh, Got a standing ovation for it. Um, Nice. Talked talked a bit about how wonderful the um, airdrop was and how much more wonderful we can make it with a bit of um, pressure from some of the people here.
1: Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're in it to save lives, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's the thing that people don't understand. You know, I, I I just noticed that you look at these TED Talks from 10 years ago and you think, well, that was a really nice TED Talk when I watched it. It made me feel really good but did it actually have any effect on the world? And so like when I was first learning martial arts, my instructor explained to me, like, you know, you learn this stuff and you do it in class and you think it like works really well. When you get out in the street, you have to try so hard. Like half your punches are going to miss the dude's head is going to be built like a rock. Like you have to give it 100%. You can't, you can't hold back. Like your hardest that you can go is like just enough. And to get things done in the world politically or scientifically, you have to really punch as hard as you can. And that's the reason I believe that so many guys that stand on stage and just talk all the time, they don't really get it done. You know, it takes, it takes diligence and drive and perseverance. And, and I think that the world is a lot missing that, you know? Like we, we finally got rockets that could land themselves. And if, and if they had left it to the government or to the military industrial complex, it would have never happened. It would have never happened. You know, Elon Musk is rather inspiring in that when he sold his uh, position in PayPal, he made about, it's either 150 or 300 million. I think I'm going to call it 300. And then he put 90% of it into the two most likely to fail startups you could think of competing with the existing military industrial complex, doing the most complicated thing you could dream, building rockets, doing something that's never been done before, and then competing in car startups where there's never been a successful car startup in the United States for 100 years. They all fail. Pack, you know, the Packer car company failed. Like you name it, and then he did both of those things. And his position was that even though your likelihood of failure is very high, the things are so important that you have to try them anyway. And so that's what I feel. That's how I feel about medicine, medical research, and it's how I feel about cryptocurrency. These are the things that can save the human beings from their otherwise terrible fate. You look on a trajectory. And every single day you're alive, your chance of being dead the next day is higher. And it's the same for your currency. If you hold dollars or any fiat currency, every single day you hold that, it is worth less. And the in the what is considered safe places to try and escape that horror, they don't earn fast enough to overcome the inflation. So, you know, congratulations on being in something that could change everything, you know.
3: Thank you. So I think I'm muted right now. Can you unmute me? No, I can hear you. Okay, I'm muted. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, it's such a privilege to be to have been able to team up with someone who's so like me that way, you know, who um, really, you know, is not only able able to inspire people and be larger than life and all that, but also to be committed and to be, you know, really looking for the greater good. Uh, I'm a big Elon Musk fan as well, that's for sure. I, I, I agree with absolutely everything you said. You know, taking those kinds of risks uh, because you only live once is yep. is, is what makes progress happen.
1: And, a, and, a, and the thing I've run into with really smart guys is that the existential angst of knowing that doom is coming, they kind of cheat it and hack it away by thinking fanciful things that aren't going to happen. Like they think mind uploading is going to happen. And you're like, uh the chance that you could make that work is about a million times less that we could make just fixing the existing stuff work. So every single, like Elon Musk doesn't support uh, medical research in the way that I would prefer. He's cool with dying rather early. Bill Gates doesn't support medical research in the way I'd prefer. He's cool with dying early. And they're both publicly on record stating that they don't particularly wanna live longer. I think that is tragically stupid. And mm. I think they will obviously change their mind as they age, and then you're yeah. going to be like, "Oh, you know what? I was wrong. Actually, getting old sucks, and uh, I wish my dick still worked right." Uh, yeah. you know, so... yeah. I, they that. I kind
3: of, I kind of cut them a bit of slack on that because <laughs> the fact is, you know, ever since the beginning of civilization, people have had to put aging out of their minds and yeah. you know get on with their miserably short lives. And some people are inevitably going to find it easier to break out of that cycle than others. So you can do a lot of good stuff, even if you're still in the pro aging.
1: Yeah. And, and they can switch, they can join the good team, you know, like, like Bezos didn't fund much medical research until apparently now he did. And that's a big difference. Like a couple of billion here, a couple of billion in there makes a big difference. Um, and so I'm not willing to give this battle up. You know, people need to get their rights back. They need to get their freedoms back and they need to spend money on the research. that could save their lives because where else are we spending the money? I've got $5 million of wristwatches that I don't even bother winding anymore. I don't (laughs) even bother setting the time on them. There's a lot of wasted money in this world, a lot. And, and I would love to see some large portion of that waste go to things we could actually all benefit from, be happier, healthier. I mean, even mental illness, like, you know, something like 3% of the world is just straight up crazy. And I have some of these guys messaging me often and you're like, yeah, I can tell, you know, there's something going on here. (laughs) I, I can tell I've met a lot of people like you and I know you have pills. You're supposed to be taking right now. (laughs) Why don't we fix that man? You know, like there's so not enough people working on that. And unfortunately if you work on extending the human lifespan, apparently the rate at which you will get Alzheimer's is faster than the rate at which you will just generally die of any cause. And so what that means, if you do the math is, you're going to lose your mind before you die, probably. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because you are literally the expert. That's,
3: that's more or less right, yeah. The, the, the doubling time of the propensity to get Alzheimer's is a bit shorter than the doubling time for most other things like heart disease and so on. But of course, there's also the problem that Alt disease is rather bad at killing you in the first place. So, when you do get right. it, you tend to have it for a long time before you die.
1: Right. And then they have measurements for this stuff. They, so, they've got something called like a, a decrease in quality of life measurement by like how long it affects you for. And bipolarism like wrecks you the hardest for the longest. But people right. don't like, right. they don't know that. They don't know how bad it is. You're like, yeah, it's real bad. Um, your, your propensity to kill yourself is 20x. Like yeah these these bipolar people they get it done they really like 20x more likely to to get the job done you know it's uh i want to see progress in these areas and it's something that now a lot of people that have newfound wealth through either um, a lot of different speculative instruments but i would say cryptocurrency might be the best of them can now invest in promoting the things they care about. So if you care about Hacks or Pulse Chain, you can promote it as so many of you guys are. I mean, I didn't organize this event. Maddie organized this event. Thank you for letting me speak here. I appreciate it. And it doesn't just stop with that, right? Like you need to build, cryptocurrencies need because if we build cool stuff, it's ready in a couple of years. We can absolutely feel the energy in a couple years. With medical research, you need to think farther out. You have to start the things you want to see 20 years early. Then in 20 years, they might be ready for you. You know, you don't want to do a Steve Jobs, be really wealthy, have a lot of unallocated resources, have a bunch of money in the bank and die with it from something that you could have known was coming for you. Or even worse, had modifiable risk factors or had treatments you could have used. You, you lost the game. Everybody listening to me speak right now is doing better than Steve Jobs is. And there's a lot of other guys in ready to take his position as Biggest Loser. There's a lot of very wealthy people that are ready to die with a bunch of unused resources that if they deployed them could have saved their own lives and if they failed, could have accelerated saving the other people's lives that they care about, their children or other people they just like. Right? It's not just saving your kids. It's saving your kids or, or other people that you like. And, uh, you know... I'm in the cryptocurrency game for some years more, very hard because there's so much impact I can have here. But as a sideline, longevity and medical research, it's a great second place. It might be first one day, you know. Like yeah, well you can take crypto, game. I'll take life extension, and we'll yeah. get that.
2: So part Indeed. part of the reason, part of the yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Matt. Part of the reason that I was so obsessed with keeping the cost of this conference down is because I personally believe that every dollar that we saved in the $369 admission price for four days, um, every dollar that we saved might turn into much, much more. It might do a 10,000 X like Hex did, right? And we sold the tickets during the Pulse X launch and many of you participated in the Pulse launch for me. You know, if my dollars turn into tens of thousands of dollars again, uh, and even if they don't, as my as my ladder comes out, I'm going to be donating to the Sense Foundation because, you know, I, I'm on a, a yearly staking plan and I would love, you know, someday to get to the point where I'm able to have a negative birthday.
1: <laughs> okay. Negative birthday, nice. That's a good one. The, you know, I've been in Bitcoin for a long time and uh, I remember going to the Bitcoin conference in either 2012 or 2013 in Amsterdam. I think the ticket was like 1300 bucks or something like that. Well, Bitcoin was also about 1300 bucks. But now Bitcoin's 40,000 bucks. So, you know, uh, <laughs> buying tickets to things instead of buying coins is like, you know, a risky proposition. <laughs> And th- this might not be the right venue to express this view. <laughs> but congratulations on making it uh, more affordable. Because I think 369 bucks for four days is quite a good deal. I mean, we did wow. one. in
2: <laughs> Now, if you have one of these badges, there's a QR code on there. And that'll take you to all my links. I've made the top link. Aubrey's Google form and what this Google form does is it allows you to create a letter to the SENS Foundation To explain what the intent of our donations were our donations were not given so somebody can spin off a startup. they weren't given so that you know so that we could wait years and years and years for them to be deployed Aubrey is the best person to know what to do with the funds that we donated so I would ask all of you donated to the pulse sacrifice for Sons Foundation to go to this link and fill out the form so we can make our voices heard.
1: Is it is it public question and answer phase yet? Thanks again, um,
2: we have a one-minute video to play from a crypto celebrity, and then we'll right. start the Q&A.
1: Hey, did, should I say goodbye to Aubrey? Yo, Aubrey, thanks, It's Good seeing
4: you.
2: Thank you.
1: Keep in touch.
4: Hi everyone in the HEX community, uh, my name is Roger Veer. I was the first in, investor in the cryptocurrency ecosystem um, and a long, long time other participant in the cryptocurrency ecosystem uh, really did a good job of convincing me to make a video for uh, all the HEX fans out there today, even though I'm trying to take a break uh, from social media, everything. Uh, but uh, just want to congratulate you guys on raising, I think I read uh, $27 million uh, for SENS uh, that's a really, really big deal and a really big uh, amount of money. And so thank you and congratulations for that, since that's something I'm also interested in. Anyhow, I, I haven't had time to follow Hex real closely, but uh, from what I can see, you guys are trying to build faster, better, cheaper, more reliable uh, payments and a platform to do all of that than everything Ethereum could do and then some. So uh, just want to congratulate and cheer you guys on when it comes to the, those goals that you have. And uh, wish everybody the, the best of luck in the future, building a better world for all of us to live in. Thank you all so much.
1: Roger Roger gets like a an unfair shake he really wanted to lower the Bitcoin fees and the devs really weren't doing it and they really still haven't done it when is the last time anybody added capacity to the Bitcoin network four years ago maybe and it was a 40% increase and that's it that's their scaling roadmap and it's over now. When I used to promote Bitcoin, there was at least a block size increase on the Blockstream Bitcoin Core dev roadmap, and then they just never did it. So they basically lied. They're like, "Hey, this we're going to do this. It's on the roadmap." Oh, haha! Actually, we're not going to do it. It's crap. It's garbage. And Ethereum has increased their capacity numerous times. Every time there's a gas limit increase, that's the equivalent of a block size increase. Ethereum has been doing it just fine over and over and over. Well, not just fine, because sometimes you go to do a Uniswap swap and it's $300. Um, but like, you know, it at least showed progress. And so Roger really tried to make, he did his best to try and get more capacity into Bitcoin. He couldn't do it. So he tried to go his own way with it. Um, didn't really work, unfortunately, but he tried. His intentions were there. And, uh, you know, he supported other technologies that, that people have used in crypto. And he really wants the people to have more freedom uh, from basically the governments that are harshly controlling them. And people don't understand that that's even happening. People don't realize that you used to have more freedom than you have now. They don't get it. But some of us remember, some of us know that the world can be a better place. We can give people their rights back. And so I honor Roger for having the right intentions and, and really wanting to, to make the world a freer place, you know, and he's given millions of dollars to like, economic uh, education for people so that they could try and learn what good money might look like. So, thanks a lot. Uh, Nice surprise. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thanks to Crypto King for organizing that. Now, uh, if we could make a line next to K4K for people who want to come on stage and ask Richard a question, all right. Come on down. I put everybody on the spot.
1: You guys have, like, the biggest auditorium ever there. Like, this would look like a really packed. If the if the auditorium was, like, four times smaller, it would look packed. But because it's absolutely huge, it looks sparse. We're going to need some Photoshop experts to chuck some Swedish bikini team people in the audience. Is that even a thing? Was there ever actually a Swedish bikini team?
2: I hope so. Sticker guy. Sticker guy. You need to add them. Everybody give it up for Sticker Guy and all the volunteers we have here today, thank you.
1: Hello Stage, nice to meet you.
5: Well uh, my name's is uh, Philly Steaks, Big Philly Stakes, I'm not from Philly, I'm from Toronto and uh, you were talking about an event there Richard about uh, our Trudeau government that uh, you know just uh, voluntarily just willy-nilly said I'm going to freeze the bank accounts so, of Single waitresses in Vancouver because they donated fifty dollars to the Freedom Convoy, and um, yeah, they, they that, didn't even uh, just
1: seize the money of the people there. They seized the people of, of they seized the money of people that weren't even there. I forgot how bad it was. Thank you. That for was reminding.
5: even worse than the millions that they stole from the GoFundMe site. But um, that's what we're battling in uh, Toronto, in Canada. And um, I, my question to you was: uh, uh, the Russell uh, Brand did a stream just yesterday, I think, and he talked about. Um, how cryptocurrency, he thinks, could solve this. And we know as hexagons, it, it can. Um, you were talking about it just now. But um, do you think you would ever want to, would you be able to do an interview with like a Russell Brand? He's got 11 million followers. And yeah. he on his stream said, I need to know more about cryptocurrencies. And I uh, got on and commented, I think you should talk to the most smartest man in crypto right now, Richard Hart and uh, a couple of other hexkins got on as well. And uh, how can we make this happen? Wouldn't that be something to very intelligent conversationalists uh, uh, talking about how to solve the world? Kind of like what Richard just did here. Um, how can we get you an interview with Richard Brandt?
1: So my, my, my opinion on how to get me in better conversations with people is that you have to use the communication method that is most rare, because they'll ignore all the other ones as noise. So if you reach out to people that have a wide audience on the same channel that the audience is on, so if you're in YouTube in the comment section, if you're on Twitter in the comment section, they're never going to see what you write because they ignore all that because they have finite time. So the best way to reach to these people is through their managers. And so you have to find the email address, phone number, or physical location of the people that are actually in charge of what gets on their schedule and what doesn't that's how you get me on these guys. And then if they're popular enough, you need to work me on the food chain of the things that they watch to get on the radar. Cause they also consume content and there's certain guys that they watch. And if you look at who they've interviewed previously, they tend to have all done interviews on a couple other things first. And so it's like a, a minor league or junior league yeah. or whatever. So that's, that's the technical answer. I got to tell you, you hexagons, I love you guys, but some of you aren't that good at getting the word out. So, like today, I was bragging about all these watches. I buy them to, to get clout to try and get a bigger audience. I'm not buying them because I don't know what time it is. I'm buying and, them and some, for social Some of us aren't
5: that smart either, Richard. Uh, some of us are. I like got a day one hexagon, but I didn't follow your instructions. day one hexagon, you told us not to FOMO in on day one. I did it. And then you said, you know, just don't use your free Bitcoin, which is the only thing I did. I Ugh. staked my Bitcoin because I thought, this guy's not <laughs> going to get my money, you know. It's so like All I did was the, the super safe stuff. And you said, you know what? The real key is use your yeah. Ethereum. Use your $150 Ethereum at the time yeah. and get... Yeah. Of hundreds of thousands of hex, and uh, all I did. But then I looked back a year later and I said, "Holy cow! It's gone from a whole bunch of zeros to like yeah. one or two zeros yeah. behind the decimal place." And
1: that—that's
5: yeah. when I go all in. So, thank you, Richard, for
1: my pleasure. making
5: all our lives wonderful here, and uh, we look forward to promoting you so much
1: more. Yeah, thank you. So, the, the my pleasure, man. Thank you for the question, man. Thank you. For, for you guys, for you guys, I just want you to say like when I do all this social influence and clout crap and buy all this silly you know, $5,000 for what bags I don't even use. I'll never use this bag. Never. Right. But this one's pulse colored. So that's a little bit nicer. There's the pulse colored one. Um, I do it to on ramp the users of luxury goods that have disposable income that would make good hexagons or support the charities I like, or just get them into our ecosystem. I do not promote these things so that you guys buy them for you guys. It might be a huge waste of money. you have been retired 20 years. You probably haven't been retired 20 years. So when I make these social posts, you guys need to tag, like he, he sees Russell brand would be someone that would make a good on ramp. So I'm telling them how to reach them. You need to tag these guys. You need to email their, their handlers. That's the solution. So like today I was like, Hey, post some guys that, you know, that like watches, because I think I have the best Rolex collection. I'm sure I don't, but I need to punch hard to get a headline. So do I have the best Rolex collection is a better headline that will make people fight back and, and, and get engagement is better than, you know, maybe I have the 10th best collection or something that sucks, right? So you guys should have searched for all the watch YouTubers and, and tagged them instead of me having to do it, but because you guys weren't good at it, I had to do it. You guys could have went on YouTube and searched watch review, which is what I did, and then looked for all their Twitter tags and tagged them, right? So that's something you guys the Hexicans, can do. That I should never have to do, truthfully.
5: That has been the biggest thing about this conference, I think, Richard, is that it has been speaker after speaker engaging us to engage the world on your behalf because uh, there are things that uh, that need to be spoken. We all have our own little niches and, uh, and every speaker has been really good at promoting other people's projects, other people's uh, uh, way and take on... Making sure the world knows pulse and hex, and uh, I got to thank Maddie for putting this on because I came and I'm stoked to go back to Canada as one of the only Canadians here. It's uh, it's neat to see. Um, just
1: thank I'm glad, glad they let you in. I'm glad I'm glad you're still allowed well, to you cross know the border. I
5: I have a little bit of a trivia question related to me. You might see as mm-hmm. I was the last un. Unveed Canadian to leave the country of Canada on October 31st before they shut the border and said no more unveed persons. And then I went to, uh, I think it was uh, Barack Obama's riding where they were still serving the, the J&J version. And um, I got that. It was more of a traditional, you know, V, uh, not floating DNA protein. So, and mm-hmm. was, unfortunately, I, I got that one just to be able to continue on with your life. And it's yep. terrible when you have to take something unwillingly into yourself. Though you don't want to. And um, that sounds anyway, like rape.
1: True. Sounds yeah. like you're describing rape. Because <laughs> I think that's similar. Like, here, here's some risk that you didn't want. Uh, and we know there's risk. And that's why there's a clause that says that you can't sue them. Oh, I can sue them for everything else except this. Why not this? Yeah. It's really disgusting. And, and it's unfortunate we can't even use the words or else we will be. It's disgusting, dude. Like, I-
5: I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't make a guy's weekend of it and go see the Chicago Bears and and walk into a Walgreens <laughs> and get this done. And you know, I'm a ski yeah. instructor in Canada. And there's a life that had to go on. You know, yeah. and I lost my job in the summer as a head pro of a tennis club because you couldn't, you, you know, you didn't have that in your arm. And so now I, with hex games. Well, it's
1: okay because now magically it just all went away.
5: Yeah, I know, so, and I'm and I'm not, almost not good.
1: totally yet, but. Within yeah, the and, next couple of months, it won't be. And
5: I'm almost finished building my own tennis court with a big hex in the center of it. So nice. That no matter how many lockdowns we get, we there can go fall down and serve up some tennis, you know. So have some freedom. It's terrible Thanks, we to work man. around this, but appreciate thank you, it, man.
1: man.
6: Good meeting you. Hey, Richard. My name is hey. Greg Bishop. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I, I want to say that I think you're the smartest man in. Well, I was going to say crypto, but I think I'll just say you're the smartest man and put a period there. <laughs> I'll
7: take
6: it. I'm, I know that you get frustrated, I get frustrated with people saying release, 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 release. I just want to say get it right, get it right, yes. get it right, yes. get it right. Yes. 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 Yeah. ever much I think, time it Yeah, it's and I wanna tell you that I got into Bitcoin from my family. I'm sixty-three years old. And maybe with Aubrey's research I can live a whole lot longer. But I have a four year old grandson named Braxton. And Braxton's future self thanks you very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody here's working hard. Yeah, I tell people,
1: look, in these in these things that I build, you can't have expectation of profit of work from others, but you can have expectation of profit of work from yourself. And so I think you see a lot of people getting the word out.
6: That's You just provide the opportunity, yes. we do the work. You, go. You,
5: go.
1: you guys are doing great. Thank you so much for the kind of Would
6: you give... Would you mind giving Braxton a shout out?
1: <laughs> shout out Braxton, congratulations on your young little life. I hope you grow up to be very very wealthy and do something nice with that money. Yes. Thank
6: you. <laughs> and 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 with that, I know people are going to ask. I do want to say get it right. Yes. But could you I mean, give us a There's a lot there's you know, hundreds
1: I, of millions of dollars at risk at least. I ain't in a rush to see that get screwed up.
8: So
1: Well, yeah, like if it, this is in a lot of cases, cryptocurrency is people's life savings yes. and we see hacks all the time, all the time. I mean, there was a, a Solana bridge that was hacked for like 300 million bucks a month or two ago. A lot of money, man. Now here's what's so funny. The people associated in the ecosystem already had so much other money. They just refilled it. <laughs> They lost. They lost like a couple hundred million, and they just chucked another couple hundred million in and did it over again. Only in crypto, man. I mean, if that were any other normal like legacy business, there's a zero percent chance that money was coming back, dude. (laughs) Like, so yeah, I I really care about security a lot. Thank you for all you do. Oh, we appreciate your
5: efforts. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask a question.
8: Hello, Richard. Hey, um, how's it going? N- nice Invisible to see you. This
1: little man is asking me questions. It's fine. I'm an equal opportunity speaker. Hey, it's Sticker Guy. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> I met this guy in New York City, and he gave me some stickers.
8: Uh, yeah, I have a, a, a one sentence to say before my question. All um, right. No, a couple of things. Uh, why is nobody taking this opportunity? Like, there's only four people. You have the chance to talk to. Maybe maybe
1: everyone's already hit me on Twitter yes. like a hundred times. It's possible. <laughs> I see some faces in there. I recognize.
8: <laughs> yes. Uh, I wanted to take this moment and uh, thank everybody in the Hex community, and especially the everybody who showed up at the conference. Uh, thank you for uh, being part of the co- uh, community, and thank you for pushing. All in the same direction. Um, thank you, Richard, for making this possible. Without you, this would obviously not have been possible. Hey,
1: hey, man! I, I showed off my hamburger bag, and the price went up thirty percent. Huh? Who's talking trash now? Huh? Unboxing <laughs> videos. Yeah, hate them.
8: <laughs> okay, and my question. I am not sure if I, I asked the question uh, earlier again, uh, so I'll ask it again because uh, I'm like cheap. Good. Um, what does it mean to you to be a good hexagon? Because you, you're like our leader and kind of our founder, but we are decentralized. So by the definition, we don't have a leader. And I would like to ask you as a hexagon, what's your um, take on that?
1: I think I think playing the maximum number, maybe not the maximum number, but, but I think playing primarily net sum positive games. So there's some games where it's net negative. So for instance, trading. Trading is you think the price is going to go up. Another guy thinks the price is going to go down. You fight each other to try and take each other's money. Neither of you wants the other person to have the other one's money. And then in the middle is a middleman that wants you to get beat up by fees, getting in and out of position, wants you to get liquidated, wants you to lose it all. So the middleman makes you two guys fight, makes you both think you're going to get rich taking each other's money. And then the middleman gets rich. So that's an example of the vast majority of advertising in the cryptocurrency industry, the vast majority of regulatory allowed advertising because they get licenses. And then the the pay-per-click companies and the advertising companies are just like, oh, they have a license. So let's let them go victimize our users now. And so, you know, those are net negative games that I don't like there are some games that can be played that are net positive. So uh, in cryptocurrencies that have product market fit, such as Hex, and I believe Pulse Chain and PulseX, due to the fact that they've got more users than the Hex chat room. That's crazy to me. I mean, Hex has 40,000 users in the chat and Pulse Chain has like 60 or 70,000. Yeah. It's crazy. Like there's, you know, there's a lot of traction, a lot of demand. And so if you get people to delay gratification, and spend more time in the market instead of trying to time the market. That is a tried and true investment strategy for things that have product market fit. If you don't have product market fit and you bought a scam, holding the scam longer doesn't work. But if you do have something that really is working and has value and adds value to the world and people see the value in it, and it has a durable a competitive advantage, a walled garden, a moat, whether it be the community, the logo, the brand, the feature set, the market parameters, You know, like if you look at Hex, Hex actually has the highest or nearly the highest volume on decentralized exchanges, except for Bitcoin, stable coins, and Ethereum, except for those three things. But among other coins that aren't Bitcoin, Ethereum, or stable coins, it has giant volume compared to the other coins, which is crazy to me because like, who doesn't want a decentralized exchange that entirely removes counterparty risk? Who like... That's what we're here for. Cryptocurrency was invented to get p- rid of counterparty risk. So isn't this a perfect, wonderful... And they're also the thickest order books in the world as well. Like The thickest order books for Ethereum stable in the entire world are on decentralized exchange. Um, same for X, right? The thickest order books with best order execution in the world are on decentralized exchange. So I don't even remember the question. <laughs>
8: what was the question? Could you, could you maybe... Because like... We really want to get hex viral so we can pump our bags. Sure. Could you, right. in in your own live streams, talk more about um, marketing? Because can, yeah, you, yeah, I know you I talked should. a lot of it, but it's a good point. Like it's a great point.
1: Yeah, because you should we get more can, actionable? Yeah.
8: Sorry, when we were uh, when the Daytona happened, you were like kind of a little mad on t- uh, on Twitter uh, about how everything went, and <laughs> then you told us to to write letters to people, but it's like I don't know anyone I can write to. So I never said to write a letter. Oh well, direct mail. Yeah, if you writing drinks. a letter
1: and doing direct mail are slightly different. Your hand is less sore with the, the direct if, mail. Who do I write pasta. it to? Well, they sell these lists, right? Like you have it, you know where all the rich people live because they live in the same place and have a zip code, and then you could just literally hand out flyers or pay the postal service to do it for you. It is an effective marketing method that gets around the gatekeeping trash of the world. There's a bunch of scumbags in this world that sell advertisements to people that victimize other people, but they won't allow cryptocurrency to advertise. So there are people in this world, lots of them, that will not accept hex advertisements, but will accept margin trading advertisements, Mm. where the vast, 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 vast majority of people lose everything they put in. So, and then direct mail gets around that. So that's one of the nicest features of it. You know, uh, stickers works. I, I don't know about you, but I think ATMs are uh, one of the ways that people have been – like, having an ATM in a lot of countries is like a privilege. There's less and less ATMs all the time. Yeah, And so it seems like it's a nice uh, place yeah. to on-ramp new users bit, to maybe bit, give them a better experience.
8: Bitfinex is putting them on gas stations.
1: You know, on one part, I, I think vandalizing people's private property sucks. But on yes. another part, I think that uh, saving people from financial doom is awesome. And yes. It's a similar kind of thing with El Salvador where it's like, yo, should you like mandate that everyone has to accept Bitcoin? No, nah, that seems totalitarian. But look at how it's going in Venezuela and Argentina where their currencies are annihilated and you're like, maybe this is a good trade. You know, it's, it's hard to say. I can tell you that I have seen some people stick stickers some places, and it's made me smile a lot, and I really haven't seen a sticker any place I haven't liked yet. Every single sticker that I've seen, I've been very happy about.
8: Nice. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and, and what you're saying is 100% true. You know, the vast majority of hexicans were brought into Hex by you guys, not me. So amplifying your ability to, to make that positive impact in the world is, is totally worthwhile. And, uh, and I, I will try and do better at that. Thanks for mentioning it. I mean, my guess is we could have people say, look, you gotta, you've got to send this many emails or you gotta, you gotta knock this many doors or you gotta send that, You gotta chuck this much money into something. You gotta get the word out there. I mean, look, you guys, some of you guys did a million percent returns. You can afford to promote that. And it's self it's, it's not, it's not entirely selfless. It's partially selfless. It's not entirely selfless this may enhance the value of something you care about. So thanks a lot, man. I see new guys. What's up, new guys?
9: Well, how the heck are you?
1: Doing all right, man. Doing all right. I caught all your right. plan words there.
10: I see yeah. what you did there. Glad you like it. What do you think of those lights on the wall?
1: I like it. I like it. I mean, from my perspective, uh, they're backwards. Uh, they turn around. They rotate. Cool. Uh, it looks nice. I have a laser at my house, too, when I have parties that turn it on, and my laser doesn't do anything that nice. You spent more than I did. I can't program mine to do much. Right? Maybe I didn't learn to. You do that? Is that your work?
10: No, I just uh, wanted
6: All to right. recognize the artist
10: that we had. <laughs> <Nice, laughs> I
1: nice, thought it guys. was cool. I like lights. It looks nice. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's cool, man. You, I'll tell you what, it looks way cooler when there's smoke. Because right now, you're just seeing the end point of the light. But when you put some smoke in there, you see the path of the light. And then when you stand facing it, it creates shapes around your body that your body tends to perceive as actual like texture. Like, as surrounding, like it's changing the world you're in. So, like adding some fog to lasers, 4X is the effect at least for you guys that care
10: about all that right. stuff. All right, 4X on the smoke. We yep. went all the smoke. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, uh, on behalf of all Texans, I think I speak for us all when uh, we want to invite you down. Uh, the Thank next you. Time you can come to America, come, uh, come see us, man. Te- Texas is a wonderful place. <laughs> yeah. One of the few come. places
1: left and people care about freedom which is why it's attracting people like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and many others because freedom still has a chance of thriving there. So congratulations to you guys.
10: Absolutely. Thanks for giving us the shot. Uh, last question. What was uh, your three favorite subjects in school? Uh, copying my friend's homework. <laughs>
1: and, uh, <laughs> getting Bs because you get a good grade with the least effort. And then, uh, hmm, what was my actual favorite topic in school? I guess it would be Science. I was like science, physics, didn't really care much for like
11: geometry or anything like that. But, I mean, geometry is okay.
1: But once you get into like, once they started teaching the unit circle and pre-calculus, I'm like, why? Why do I care about this? Tell me why I care. And they couldn't answer that question. Like now I know it's like the, the measurement of changing change, especially with like compounding interest and stuff. Like now I know why. But they could never get me to understand why I was learning that crap. And I was just like, yo, after pre like I'm done. Like I don't want to... <laughs> I don't care about these triangles anymore. Um, so I guess it was uh, science, but like later in life, where I did more of my learning that mattered, the real school, sales, influence, um, having, like I would say working with people became my most important focus um, later in life. And by later in life, I mean like 17, <laughs> age 17. Yeah, like. All right. Well, thanks for your time. Thank you, man. I see we have a an education fan here, my bald friend here. I see you cheering on one of the answers.
12: Yes. Oh, hey Richard. Uh, yeah, because I'm a, a theoretical physicist by hobby, nice. so like I like right. learning science stuff. So yeah. um, I'll comment. Study on if it man. works. Yeah, that's right. So so I, I'm I'm here with a question for you, um, but I first want to say, since I have this opportunity, I gotta say thank you, man. Like thank I'm I'm a relatively new hexagon, so like but so you know, got to
1: buy the dip. Maybe, maybe. Yes.
12: Well, no, I bought it like 16 cents when it was on the way up. So, okay. and then
1: I kept buying as it was going up. Yeah, 16 down. is better than 56. So congrats.
12: Yeah. yeah you get an so. extra
1: free, three, but I'm happy. I'm up.
12: happy. So, you yeah. know, cause like, I want to thank you for creating something that's so like revolutionary that it has created this community with, you know, people like Maddie, who's doing this, like, look at this, like, like it's very cool. giving me this
1: opportunity to, to this is amazing. You, so, you know, it's awesome. What's a that? A lot of these hexagons you see making a huge impact in the community. It's the first yeah. time they've ever done anything like this. They never had YouTube channels before. They never threw right. events before. They never did marketing before. Like we care so much about these things that we're willing to do things for the first time and take risks and it pans out, pays off. Exactly. By the way, I'm- as far as the, the price goes, the people that made the most money in hex sat through the most brutal dips. Either right. bought or sat through the most brutal dips. The more right. brutal dips you sat through, the more ROI you saw.
12: There you go. There you go. That's I'm sitting through this
1: yeah.
7: one.
12: Yeah. yeah, man. That's it's funny you say that. Like, uh, uh, I'm one of those people who I've started to do things that I never done before because of Hex. Like, I had a Twitter account when I maybe tweeted five times or something. Yeah. But now, like, started doing it and my followers are growing. Everything. Nice, man. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to st- be starting a YouTube channel, you know. What's your uh, name? Uh, oh, yeah. My name is Scott. Scott V. Pleasure to so meet you, Scott. On on Twitter, it's Scott V. Um, All right. A.K.A. 1T. It's Scott with one T. So my nickname is 1T. Rough one. Uh, Rough anyway, man, I'm trying to pump our bags and raise awareness. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm an artist. I'm we have a, to work on that,
1: that, that. So transformational yeah. vocabulary. We have to find... I'm trying to enhance the value of our investments or something like pump right. our bags. Sounds so trash. It, it it's really like, does. Now
12: that you bring that up, you know, that's, that's it's like, true. it's
1: like having a Disney princess and be like, look at that hot slut. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not mutually exclusive, but we could find better language. I bet. Like, you know, like,
12: all right. I'll say I'm, I'm trying to help raise
1: awareness and hey, um, man, so- it takes, uh, listen, I had to learn how to do things. I, not everyone's vocabulary is perfect. I mean, I was tweeting some banger comments for International Women's Day. <laughs> I had to delete like half my tweets. I'm like, yeah, these ain't getting as oh, much man. likes as I'd hoped. <laughs> Too spicy.
12: <laughs> so so the question mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, man, was, um, you know, I'm making this song. Uh, it's, it's called the Pulse Chain Anthem. Okay. And I reached out to you a while back All right. and, and asked if it you was- need okay. me to drop some
1: fire lyrics for you? Well, no, no, no well, no yes Telegram actually we'll
12: see it I reached out to you on Telegram and asked okay. if it was okay that I use like some of your audio from like one of yeah. your streams. Sure. And you see so you actually responded. You said yes, but I just wanted oh, to just, like get an actual just to make sure because I in case was hoping, so in case hoping, you're hoping you played a Nagamu party
1: later. If you're pumping my bag, sir, I allow you to use my <laughs> audio with... All right, I do, all right, I all right. do reserve the right to, to rug pull you later if what you did sucks too bad. Just <laughs> to make it good.
12: All right, and then the last thing before I go, man, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just, what was that?
1: Oh, thank you, Freddie. Freddie Quotes, yes. He's Freddie Quotes me the Mexican anthem and it was awesome. It's a banger. Yeah,
12: he's awesome. So the last thing I was gonna say, that's. Is I'll go back to the science. Um, Aubrey de Grey is here, right? Some, I don't know if he's still here. I want to talk to you, sir, because I, I have some cutting-edge theoretical physics that you know, may help in your uh, life extension plans.
1: Nice. So I would Thanks. love to talk to you. Thanks, Black Iron Man. Thanks, Richard. We appreciate it.
13: <laughs> hey, Richard. I'm Dragon. Hey man. there. How's it going? I'm so impressed with your ability to reach, uh, respond to I can't even imagine how many Tweets, Telegram messages. used to be more. I used to answer everybody. I can't now, sorry.
4: <laughs> right,
13: awesome. and yeah. you responded to me a couple of times. And um, what I wanna know is, is, so I made a huge mistake, uh, which is I sacrificed to the Hex contract. And I know I'm not the oh, only God. person who's made some really ridiculous <laughs> mistakes. And I, I wanted to help, uh, volunteer to help yeah. organize whatever might be done. And one of the uh, developers actually said, Cool idea was uh, there's the possibility of rolling back stuff on the pulse chain. Uh, I know it's a lot of work, but also uh, in- this is the most fire comment
1: ever. Hey Richard, can we edit the consensus system for the fork? Uh, yeah. I, uh, so I, don't know. I actually don't even know if it's possible, truthfully. Okay, well, um, like I, I don't because we're not editing any. The only edits we're making to the pulse chain, we're not even. We're not actually like, we're editing Ethereum values, right? Like for the, for the Paul sacrifice airdrop, we're doing that, but that's it. Like we're not editing any contract variables or any contract balances. Like the AMM bot just executes as any other normal network participant would. It's not editing things really. You know what I mean? Totally. But I mean, I read, I've registered your comment. Like, Hey, I, I wrecked
13: myself. Please unwreck me. I have a lot of those. <laughs> I Duly well noted. and i was wondering if i could be supportive in a way of which at least uh funneling in everybody else who wrecked themselves uh yeah. and, and the There's a lot of you, for you. A ton for you i
1: mean look the biggest thing i have now is people get hacked mm-hmm. and they feel stupid about getting hacked which is why they never tell you how they got hacked because in hindsight they're like oh my god how did i fall for that so they keep it hidden which kind of sucks it's harder to warn the next guy if you guys that don't know if you send funds to the contract address they're gone you lose don't ever send funds directly to the contract address. And it's not just hacks, it's almost every ERC20. You send stuff directly to the contract address, it's gone. Um not gone, but frozen forever, usually. Right. Um so yet I wish people would stop getting hacked, but like a lot of the guys are getting hacked, like they're poor English, you can't barely help them. And then it's
13: it's I don't know how to have a way to solve it, truthfully. Is there Possibility of offering, and this is, again, this is told mm-hmm. up to you, but mm-hmm. uh, an airdrop to people who made such a mistake, uh, I know it, like, you're all dumb, here's an airdrop. Oh my god, I <laughs> guess it's
1: possible. but My god. I mean, I see people making a lot of airdrop-based coins. Uh, why don't you make one? Go type ERC20 generator and uh, it will cost you maybe $20 to go generate your own ERC20 airdrop. The problem is paying the gas to deliver it to people. That's expensive. Um, Mm. I mean, that might cost you $15 per user currently. And then if you made it claim-based with like, uh, you know, there are some open source claim tools out there you could kind of use, then they're just going to have to pay the 15 bucks instead of you. It doesn't really save you that much fees overall. And this is the reason we're creating Pulse Chain in the first place is because the Ethereum fees are too high. Can't do an air. You can't just push money to people on Ethereum in an airdrop because it costs you $15 a user. It's terrible. It's terrible. They're not even users. They're just people you chucked money at. Direct mail is cheaper. Door to door is cheaper. Literally, for fifteen bucks, you could pay a high school kid to spend two hours talking to people door to door. Like, that's it's crazy. Like, how many? You can reach a lot more people in two hours than you could actually just sending them an airdrop. But I guess it's more targeted. Like, you know, they already have a wallet. Um, duly noted. I finally met one of the English-speaking wrecked guys. He's here. <laughs> Dude, don't. For the Thank record, you. if someone direct messages you, they're trying to scam you. So do not. If they have my profile pick and they DM you, probably scamming you. If they have a hot girl's profile pick, definitely scamming you. Uh, like, don't don't make any extra mistakes. Like I know, yeah, you, you're here at the event, you're probably really smart at this stuff now, and you and who hasn't sent stuff to the contract truthfully? Like, <laughs> like it, it, it's somehow magically like the copy paste is uh, is easy to screw up when you're on the Internet all day long every day. So yeah, I mean, I duly noted, I, you're, I don't know how to fix it. But it's in my head now, because you mentioned it. So thanks. All right. Thank you so much. My pleasure, man. <laughs> what does the barcode on your neck say, by the way? I'm curious.
13: Does it, does it have a, does it, is it a barcode? Your tattoo? And oh. Your <laughs> uh, Eco Davin made stickers for everyone.
1: Oh, OK. Nice. All right. It's a hex
13: sticker. Oh, killer. They're like
1: cars. Wow. Nice biceps, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's next? The girls. Let's, let's get a girl in here. Now, usually I would never do that because I think that's genderist as crap. Like I hate when people are like, we need more of X and Y because I am a a socialist and and I don't think differences can exist in crap like that. Like I'm allergic to most of those things. So like, Every day there's a new holiday for something I'm not. And you're like, hey, it's holiday of something I'm not again. Cool, I feel worse about myself. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, look, I like Christmas and I'm not Santa. But I look like Santa. Maybe that's why I like Christmas. Who's talking next? Yeah. I have two girls labeled stage. We'll go with the one smiling. She seems happier. Go go to the top one. She's not going to burn <laughs> me as hard. Hi, there. Hi,
14: Richard. My name is Amber. I prefer Amber. ladies, but I'll take girls today. What
1: did I use? Did I use girls? Is that a thing? <laughs> i didn't i didn't know that we had like i didn't even know that the names like mattered so much
14: men boys
1: well it depends where you live right like i mean in the uk i think boys is more common lads it's all good like it's all um, good anyway i'm happy
14: to be here richard i'm a business owner and i've been watching from the sidelines not just seeing what your vision is for the community and what you want to do in the world but i've been watching from the sidelines saying like this is amazing. What is being created behind the scenes that nobody sees is going on. And so as you find yourself going from vision to executing these huge visions and bringing a community behind you and enrolling them in that vision into the day-to-day of executing behind the scenes, what have you learned about yourself
1: during this journey? Uh, Well, I'm a comfort eater. And so as the stress, like when I was doing the world tour, like the Europe tour and, uh, and just going like city to city, meeting hexagons and stuff. I was losing weight. I was eating healthy, you know? But then, you it, it, because like the things you're supposed to do are simpler. Like I don't have as, as much a decision space. Like I, I don't have to wonder whether what I'm doing is optimal or not because it's such a more restricted thing. Like you're always pressed for time. So you, there's, there's only so much you can do. But then once my, desp- my decision space gets larger and I'm back in my home base and I've got a million things I'm supposed to do, then the distress gets you. You're like, for me, I have maximum stress when things are going well because I realize all the things I'm not doing that I could be. But when things suck and, and I have to do one obvious thing, I feel good because it's like, look, I'm doing the best I can do. So for me, I'm always kind of measuring like, and I don't suggest you live this way. It's crap. Like it's, it's If you can find a way to happily produce without torturing yourself about the path's not taken, do that. Like it's, it's totally stupid and ineffective. So I'm not, I'm not the pinnacle of performance. And if things get rough enough, you're like sandwich time, you know, and then it, it's cascade. So then you, you overeat and then you get tired and you go to sleep and then your schedule's backwards. And then I've lived like my whole life with my schedule backwards. I don't know if the, if this was the, I'm not sure that explaining to you, why I'm a, a fat dude is exactly the answer you were looking for to wow. what I learned about myself. Um, <laughs> so
14: ironically, I didn't know which direction you would go or what you would yeah. say, but um, I'm actually a productivity coach for business owners. Okay. And that's exactly what well, I on Good is answer, about this. time and enjoying yeah. the journey of being a business owner. So you just sharing your own um, perception of what time okay. is and when you have a high priority and maybe how you eat a sandwich instead of do the big thing right in front of you, like whatever that looks like for you, that's real talk. And for anyone that's listening that is going after their dreams, like that's really what happens is the stuff in our heads that we have to work through so we can accomplish amazing things like you're doing. So thank you for sharing that. I'll
1: tell you, I'll tell you an, an enlightening one. Apparently I don't stop. How many people given the opportunities that I've been given would do things so wildly different than I do? I mean, I, apparently the world is not enough. <laughs> like, like apparently total vertically integrated domination is what I really want at my heart because like measuring my behavior, that's what I put my time into. I, could, I have the resources to spend my time a lot of different ways. I mean, I've seen pictures of Jeff Bezos now. He's jacked. He's on roids. He's like ripped now. And he's just screwing around on his yacht, you know. I'm not doing that. Wouldn't mind the ripped, but uh, <laughs> like you know. So, like, I, apparently, I guess one thing I learned about myself is that I really am like the grand champion of delayed gratification and never giving up, in my opinion.
7: Absolutely.
14: <laughs> just to close that up, I'll say thank you. Thank you for dedicating your life and your time. When we talk about this one life that we get to live and you've chosen to do this not just for yourself but for everyone my son is in the back of the room and he's here listening to you he also hears you a lot on youtube at home you've made a huge change and the the journey that my husband and i have gone on because the first time he brought cryptocurrency to me i told him i don't have time for that don't talk to me about that i don't know what you're talking about you're crazy yeah. And we're not even a year later. And you have absolutely even changed the way that I you know, see the world. And I thank you for that. Because anytime I can thank get you. an invitation to see something different. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Wonderful question.
15: My turn? Cool. Hey, Richard. So good to hear you, man. Nice thank to you. see you. Thank you. I, I got a serious issue that is yet to be addressed. Uh, in the Staker app community, you have like shrimps and shells and squids and dolphins, and each one of those kingdoms has their own ruler. In the UFC, it. all the champions get to talk to Dana White in person. Yeah. They got them on speed dial, yeah. and as the undisputed master of all turtles, I would like to have a hotline the set up master. so that during your streams... Well. A little panel will light up next to your Louis Vuitton stuff, <laughs> and I can talk to you about some turtle shit. Uh, it
1: is an interesting idea. How many, how many different uh, classifications are there? I don't remember what is there like seven stratus stratas? I don't know. I don't know maybe. I mean, yeah, look, bro. Like if it. you have so usually what I do, as far as the messages go, is I kind of pr- prioritize people to like their utility, usually. So like Hexo makes my thumbnails for me and even made a channel of people that makes my thumbnails for me. And so it's like super useful because otherwise I have, but ugly, terrible thumbnails. So when he messages me, I respond, you know, devs, oh, getting responded to quick admins in the channels, getting responded to dudes that I know, like either they're influencers or whatnot, like I respond to usually quicker. I've never thought about like making just how much money you have kind of the metric. But like, yeah, I don't know. If there's only seven of you guys, I could accept seven messages, sure. It's literally like seven heads of the different things. That doesn't sound too bad. I'm just (laughs) guessing there's seven levels, right? So message me on Twitter and Telegram both so that I see you, and then I will respond to you. And if your questions don't suck, I'll keep responding to you. (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? I think it's me. Great. <laughs> How shall I refer to you?
16: Jennifer.
1: Hi, Jennifer. It says my mic is muted. No, it says you're oh. muted, but you're not. It's trolling. Okay. I can hear you.
16: Hi, it's nice to speak to you. I've been watching you um, for about a month now. It took me a while to get in. Um, a whole
1: month? I feel so sorry for you. A whole God.
16: month, but now I dedicate most of my YouTube time to you.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Well, you got a lot of content. There's some good stuff in there.
16: I've scrolled past you a couple of times, and I've seen your um, chain. And I'm like, "Well, who is this guy with this big ridiculous chain?" It took me a while to click on you and to realize how brilliant you are.
1: Thank you. See, the chain worked, everybody. The hamburger <laughs> bag is next to to ramp users. It matters. I mean, when people scroll by, all they see is your thumbnail. That's it. That's all. They I see kept seeing
16: from. the chain.
1: <laughs> yeah.
16: But um So what's
1: what's up?
16: Okay, so um I'm I'm kinda new to crypto. I've only been in for a couple of years and it's 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 very overwhelming. It's a lot to learn.
1: A couple of years yeah. in crypto is a lifetime.
16: <laughs> well like when you're kind of on the side. Yeah. So, um I um my background is um credit. I do um repair personal credit. Um I help um businesses with their business credit. So I'm I'm very familiar with how like how corrupt those systems are. Yeah, they um, suck. Yeah, your
1: best bet is to complain against everyone and hope they don't (laughs) complain back. Yay! One guy didn't respond that gets off the credit report. Yeah.
16: Yeah, it's a fight. Um, I'm trying to um, to kind of grow more towards the crypto space at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the airdrop. I don't have a lot of clarification. Which one? We've got a couple. World's largest airdrop. Pulse chain chain, the yep. um, copies of the PRC 20s from the ERC 20s. And, yep.
1: Yep. Um,
16: how, how much do you project that's going to cost you?
1: Which part of it do you mean?
16: Giving away all those coins.
1: Oh, um, this is a hard question. But I will tell you that just idling, not on mainnet, the server bill is 50 grand a month, just idling, doing nothing. I- and uh, if you look at the advertisements I have for developers, uh, the range that's quoted is 175 to 250 K a year. And I don't know what my time's worth. worth. Um, it's, uh, but those are the primary costs, right? Like you're not, it's all like, you're not uh, having more or less PRC 20 copies doesn't affect those numbers at all, you know? So, I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for. Is that the answer? Like, what does it cost to make and maintain a cryptocurrency? More,
16: more so, um, I, like I said, I'm a little bit, I'm still kind of new to crypto. Um, you know, during the pandemic, my son brought a picture of an ape home to me on his phone. I spent two grand for it. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Oh, God. oh, God.
16: No, I still hear to this day that, Mom, this, this ape would have um, sold for a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs>
1: so, What's it worth now?
16: A quarter of a million.
1: Really? Still? Interesting. Well, (laughs) I I guess the bear market's not here yet. Um, (laughs) I think when the bear market is here, I think the monkey pictures go to zero first. It's my opinion. Um, It seems like a reasonable bet.
16: I know. I told him, I was like, are you crazy? I was like, no, spending $2,000 for a picture on your phone? Yeah, it's weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, art's weird too, right? Like, this is a million dollar watch when I get my diamond bracelet on it. It's like a 900k watch now. Uh, that seems unreasonable. Actually, it might in, in U.S. dollars. This might be a million now with just this bracelet. Uh, but like, if if I cannot in good conscience suggest people buy JPEGs for high dollar prices, I really just can't. Um, I don't think they have a, a good bear to entry. I don't think they have a track record of holding their value. Um, I don't think people that bought CryptoKitties instead of Ethereum is better. I think they did worse. So that was the first NFT project, or nearly the first. The first one that got a lot of traction. So did I get your questions right? I don't know. I hope.
16: I'm sorry? (laughs) Did I answer
1: your questions right? Um,
16: Well, more so, I was wondering, how are you going to be able to make copies of everyone's wallet? Well,
1: it's just data. Sorry? So it's like, it's, it's literally all blockchain is, is a database full of values. That's all it is. Okay. It's also, they just happen to be the world's slowest and most expensive databases, but they are that way to provide censorship resistance. So, you know, the important thing about creating a copy of, I mean, look, when my developers are experimenting with code, they're doing it on local to their computer copies of the entire blockchain. It doesn't cost anything. It's free. Sure. So you can download Hardhat, hat or uh, what's the most common one? Oh, I can't remember. It's been a long since I've had my own developer environment set up that deeply. I just use Visual Studio code right now. I don't like run my own blockchains. So running your own local blockchain is free to do. What brings value to blockchains are users. And so copy pasting things is not valuable improving things to a large enough degree that it will on ramp thousands hundreds of thousands and millions of users that is valuable and so in blockchains it's not really the code that has the value it's the community that has the value does that make sense
17: yes it does
1: so making a copy paste of ethereum is what every one of my devs does locally there's no money in it you could do it for free right now go download uh, hard hat google it hard hat ethereum You can download the entire blockchain to your local computer and change all the values you want. But if you want it to have real value in the real world, that takes social consensus. And we have it. Lucky us.
16: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank
7: you for everything. It was nice talking to you.
1: Nice talking to you. Let's take baby man he's got the highest load like it could go wrong for him at any moment
8: what's going on richard how you doing, doing just all right, wanted
1: man. you to meet you you're one of the youngest hexagons
11: in history hey right there she's got, <laughs> she's got a crap
3: ton of t-shirts set up for her
11: 5555 five, 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 already nice. in place uh one of our questions well first off thank you so much for everything you do you're absolutely amazing maddie thank you for throwing this conference it was absolutely amazing we both appreciate it uh, one of the questions we have is where the hell did you come up with that game theory of the t-shirt? Because that
1: thing is ingenious. It evolved. It evolved over time. It just kept getting better and better. Originally, there was no referral program, Added a referral program. Originally, it paid less, didn't pay the person that clicked, I added those features. Originally, there was no adoption amplifier. I added that feature. Uh, I don't remember when time locking got introduced. I don't even remember, but there was probably a time when there was no time locking and then there was a time when there was. And then, you know, trying to make sure that people compounding in the system would always outperform people trying to compound outside the system took effort. And that's where the T-share was born. The Really, the the share price was born from making sure that you could never pull money out and put it back in and pull money out and put it back in and pull money out and put it back in and and compound it outside and then beat somebody that just put it in once. So that's where the the price came from. And the T-share itself is really just a way to to divide up uh, a thing. It's just similar to any other form of share. So I think the share price is the most innovative mechanic there. Uh, More so than, I mean, I I think using Ethereum address as a referral code was innovative as well. I think uh, adoption of fire was pretty innovative. A A lot of innovation in there. Some of these things turned out even better than you could have expected. So like emergency end stake penalties, penalize these hackers that just go and empty someone's wallet when they hack it didn't even anticipate that, right? It was an extra benefit. Um, Yeah, like we we got really lucky with all of the amazing game theory. And we may ask like, how did you come up with all this? Well, a lot of this I copied from the real world, right? So there's a lot of successful endeavors that pay yield, pay yield at a certain rate. Like the the parameter of paying 20% extra interest per extra year that you lock, I took directly from the existing CD time deposit market where they pay you 20% more interest for every extra year you lock. Now well, they pay you less at some point. Like once your blocks become long enough, they start paying you less. And I guess in theory, we kind of did that too because our max lock maxed to 15. But originally it was going to be 50, but the gas, they lowered the gas limit. So we we had to reduce the maximum lock or we would overflow the block. You couldn't fit all the transactions in a single block. Then we would have had to write logic and scale it across blocks and it would have been very hard. I hope that answers your question. I guess a shorter answer would be like, I'm a really smart dude with game theory. That's as, <laughs> as they have come to you in a vision, or but man, it's amazing. So, Just evolved. Uh, I mean, it evolved over a couple of years. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a progress. Didn't well, happen at once. Appreciate it, man. It's nice meeting you, talking to you. I'm Corey Geary. To and meet this you. Is Good meeting you. Uh, Good meeting you guys. Happy to have you
10: on board. Thank you. Hello? Hey, hey, Richard. Uh, my name's Shill It. Uh, so I a little your name is Richard. Shill It. Yes, how do you spell that? S H uh, I L L space it. Well, it's a Twitter. Oh, that's so that's I like handle. your screen name, right? Okay, no,
1: <laughs>
7: no. <laughs> I thought
1: your real name was Shillit. I was like, man, how how uh,
10: apropos. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I dedicated my entire uh, like existence now to like shilling your you know, all right. And hey man, I, you took my joke for me. I was about to make a plain word there, but you already did it. I like it. So, um, first of all, T Y R H to you. T Y R H. Oh, T Y to Maddie for putting this together. Um, so, I've been watching you for at least seven years, right? And uh, so, I feel like in the past seven years, as you grew, so have I. Nice. Um, so, I'm from New York. Uh, I am an immigrant from uh, Moscow. And a refugee, political refugee, and then uh, awesome. so thank you for the shout out to the Ukrainian people. You know, uh, yeah. Slav Ukraine to them, and uh, to the Russian people that are experiencing this uh, madness. Um, yeah. So I'm full of uh, wild ideas, and I'm um, gonna make this short and quick and finish it all A question to you or two. Um, okay. uh In my worldview and my philosoph- philosophical views, uh, you represent freedom, liberty, and glory. Um, And in New York, the Statue of Liberty represents freedom and liberty to individuals, sovereign individuals. Um, So um, I want you to put it on your radar and every Mexican's radar that um, if we are uh, as strong as I think we are, a community with strength, you know, um, I I feel like you are sort of an icon for a lot of us, uh, representing moral uh, values. And, uh, you know, like, I want to shout out, I would put it out there that maybe we should look forward to building a a, a liberty statue of you, maybe like two or three times bigger. I'll try and lose weight to save you guys some metal. (laughs) um, this, This is my question to you, right? If we were to plan and design and finance this uh would you uh be okay with it and would you a, accept Is a guy it? that's in this for glory like yeah it sounds pretty cool man okay that's <laughs> you <laughs> and me yeah it sounds cool and a follow-up question to that question i'm happy that you would accept it, first of all yeah i feel like everybody would would love this idea right I me. um so um follow-up question like if you had one or two accessories right from your list of accessories what would it be on the statue which on the statue like, Oh, like, uh, mm, I mean,
1: pff, hex necklace, obviously. I mean, top hat. You're not going to have branding issues. A lot of the other stuff I have is like mostly only valuable because of its logo. If this were just like a, a styrofoam airplane, no one would care. It would look terrible. <laughs> so you know, like it. I would probably skip those things just for for trademark. Um, because you're not going to be able to license it, most likely. So then, but even I mean, top hat gets seen so rarely. It's a good question. I mean, I haven't really thought about what the most iconic Richard Hart kind of accessories are that you could use that aren't brand problems. You know what I mean? That you could that you don't need to get licensing for them. Maybe microphone and top hat. I think that's most people's experience of me. Maybe, but. The top hat only because it's been my was my profile picture for five, six years or something like that, but I'll think oh. about it. okay. I mean sometimes I have a sick watch and a but, but here's the thing usually I mean statues I mean the the Statue of Liberty has a pretty killer
10: hat, so hmm interesting
1: <laughs> I have to think about it. it.'s a good question.
10: Thank you Thank you for everything you've done. My pleasure, so. man
1: Thank you. <laughs>
18: Testing one two. You're there. Hello, Richard Hart. My name is Anthony. My name on Twitter is Tap4Life One. Um, first of all, let me just say thank you for everything you have done. I'm also a recent new hexagon. Just got in this past July. Actually, the BitBoy block
1: around the blockchain show. That's nice. what onboarded me into nice. you. All right. Glad to hear that. Thanks. It's nice when people like don't censor you and allow you to have speech and you know, it helps you make the world a better place. It's
18: cool. Exactly. I'm trying to tell my family, my friends about Hex, about crypto, about investing. We're not taught this. We're not told to save money. We're told to work harder and harder to make money. I'm trying to break down to everybody that the dollars you're getting now is becoming more and more worthless. As I'm trying to explain to everybody what I believe is going on, what I think is a better um, asset or better waste of your time or money, I'm being told that I'm a little bit too upfront, a little bit too aggressive. What would your piece of advice or suggestion be to try to get no corners to understand where you're coming from without
1: being too upfront? To tell you the truth, it's just easier to find other people to talk to. I mean, this is similar to me. I've been told that over and over. Yeah. I mean, if I go to a club and I see a, a girl that I think is cute, I want to see if she's fun to talk to. I walk up, I say something, whatever. Hey, what's up? Say whatever. It, it almost don't matter what you say. And then you just see how they respond. If the response sucks, it's not because they're bad. And it's not because you're bad. It's because people are in different places in their life. She might have a boyfriend. She might have had a bad day at work. She might be there with a hundred friends. She might've had too much to drink. She might be actually mentally ill. You don't know. Like it's, it's a world of responses and you have to just roll with it and be like, yo, do you want to spend all your time in a bad conversation with someone that's obviously not having fun? Or do you just want to do 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 go talk to that person or leave, go to a new place? And so for me, you know, I only enjoy conversations with people that, are also enjoying the conversation. Well, I mean, I don't know. Debates are all right. Like I like to kill a person in a debate too, but usually it's conversations with other person enjoying it usually. And so if you have the opportunity to switch to having a conversation, that's more fun with someone that's more receptive. I think that's the right way to do it. But if you don't, and you're stuck with what you got, you need to speak to them from what already influences them. So if someone's real religious, I can lead them down a path. So I could lead them down the, uh, I could lead them down the, is suicide okay? No, it's not okay. You're not allowed to kill yourself, but but can you find hacks? Can you just get like a really dangerous job? Not where your seatbelt is? there like, Oh no, that's not cool. Okay. Well what if you just don't invest in the technology that would have saved you? Could you kill yourself that way? And so you can lead a person where you want them to go by bridging it to where they already are, but you got to know where they are. And so, you know, a person that doesn't believe suicide is wrong is going to be totally unaffected by that, that line of logic. And it's similar in cryptocurrency. It's like, do you like having to beg the bank to let you spend your money? Do you like having to beg the credit card to let you spend your money? Do you like getting interest rates that are like, do you like holding something that only goes down in value forever? Is that okay? Do you like the prices of everything going up crazy? You don't like those things? Well, I only know of one solution to that. And it's this. And so you have to start the conversation from something they care about. And if you start it from someplace that you care and they don't, you're blown out. You have no hope you're done. And so a lot of that, if you're, if you're speaking to the things they care about, it won't seem pushy to them because you're talking about stuff they care about. And you just have to find out what it is. Maybe they care about financial freedom. Maybe they, I mean, conspiracy theories to tell the truth seem wildly popular. So even, even that, like even that angle, right? like, and they're making it so easy like this klaus schwab dude that's wearing like star trek looking evil dude outfit and his jpeg and saying stuff like you should eat bugs and own nothing it's like man this is the easiest target i ever seen in my life i mean they used to be i mean he even out front just says new world order global reset straight up that used to be hidden they used to try and keep that a secret <laughs> he's just saying it straight up so that so even the conspiracy angle which unfortunately it's a public and open conspiracy. It's not, it's not like it's <laughs> not even hiding it anymore. They're like, yeah, we want to we give you a chip in your body. We want you to take the chemicals we tell you to take. We want you to use the money we tell you to use. We're going to turn it off whenever we want. If you don't do politically what we want, we're going to turn off your ability to buy food. Oh, and you're not going to own anything, and you're going to eat bugs. You're like,
19: uh,
1: <laughs> you guys, this is really your public platform? How is this getting traction? I have no idea. How is remove everyone's freedom getting traction? What? So I, I think that those might, finding one of those angles that they do care about, mm-hmm. everyone cares about something. Finding that bridge from what they care about to what you want them to care about that gives them what they want. That's, I believe, the key to, to appearing not pushy. Or you can also slow down how quickly you speak, face them parallel instead of head on. There's like body language and tonality things you can do as well that may help. That's my answer. I hope you like it.
18: Before I go, I want to say thanks to Maddie for setting this up. This has been an awesome experience. This has been my first time down here in Las Vegas. It's been a very fun time. Shout out to all you Hexagons. Y'all have really made me feel like family. I've talked to some of y'all. I've talked to some of y'all and y'all thought I was around crypto for years. But no, I was just listening to y'all and everything that follows suit. And another big shout out to Nardo, wherever you are. He actually got me down here. If it wasn't for him, I would not nice. be down here hanging nice.
7: out with y'all.
1: I got, I got an, another tip for you, too. There are logical fallacies that don't make sense that you can just use. So appeal to expert. That's a different word for it. So appeal to popularity is one and appeal to expertise is another one, but I think it has a different name. I like to bust this one out. It's like, are you smarter than Elon Musk? No. Okay. He's the richest man in the world. Yeah. Okay. He buys cryptocurrency. Would you smarter than him? That's a terribly stupid logical fallacy, but it's very effective. So like if that's, if that's what compels people to something that might save them financially, so be it. I busted that one out on Peter Schiff. I'm like, I'm like, yo, you're way stupid than Elon. Elon buys script that. It worked. I'm like, hey, I got points for a logical fallacy. Cool. <laughs> Who's next? Hey, Richard, can you hear me? I hear you. Yep. Hey, buddy. Do you, do you prefer
15: to go there? by Richard or Rich or RH? What's your favorite? I've
1: always had different nicknames based on where I lived. It's always yep. been mixed up. So you pick whatever one you like.
13: <laughs> you can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Oh, yeah. Yes. Classic. Classic. <laughs> Um, hey, my name is Victor. Um Pleasure. came here to Vegas from Texas. I want to echo, uh, yeah, <laughs> Texas representative. That's right. I want to echo what my uh, friend said earlier man, anytime you're coming to America, you come down to Texas. I got nice. a room for you. I got a couch you can sleep on. Nice. You, you don't even have to use the bathtub to wash your underwear. I got a washer and nice.
15: dryer just for you, buddy.
13: Excellent. <laughs> No, I just had a time had a quick, consuming
1: doing that bathtub washing. It actually takes some time.
13: <laughs> no, I had a quick question for you, man. I just, um, I've been curious, um, have you ever put more thought into getting like, um, like an agent or a publicist or anything like that? Now I need that one desperately getting bigger
1: this year, which, uh, the months are ticking by now, I don't even know what is it now? I don't know the date. Oh my God. It's the third month already. You know, this year was supposed to be about infrastructure. And then you get bogged down and stuff, right? So it's like shooting this documentary took time, paying for the stupid diamond takes time. You're like, you know, these, these little real world things, they interrupt your day and make you do stuff that you're not used to doing. And it's like the solution and the goal of this year is still infrastructure. And so what does infrastructure look like? I used to have 150 employees back in 2003 and really 2002. So, you know, 20 plus years ago, I had 150 employees. Well, how many do I have now? Quite fewer. And, you know, I, I probably should get back into something of that form. There are things that can be better in Hex. It would be nice if someone could pay for customer service. It would be nice. Currently, it's just a community and it, and it works pretty well. But it would be nice if there's customer service, you know. But it's just hard it's like how do you keep your customer service reps from stealing the keys from everybody nightmare nightmare hard. you know so you have to You have to, like the first thing when they call in is gonna have to be like no matter what the next person that talks to you says do not give them your seed words no matter what like it'd be hard right um and then there's all these like metamask replacement you know we've seen them performing censorship they accidentally censored my site i'm like yo it wasn't accidental, but it was like they they blocked it for something that I had nothing to do with. And I'm it's the censorship is just crazy. And to what end? It's not benefiting the world. And so we have to we have to hit these low-hanging fruit first. Consensus network, pulse X, um, pulse chain, pulse X, MetaMask replacement, you know, world's largest airdrop save hexagons from these high fees, reduce the fees on Ethereum. Like that's our low hanging fruit. But then like get a publicist that does all that work I said to the other dude to do, like find the person that actually handles the scheduling and get me on these shows to talk about cool stuff and have cool conversations, you know, to get better ideas out in the world. Yeah. It needs to be done. My biggest my biggest problem is finding people that will do what they tell you they're going to do. You, hi- you hire a search engine optimization firm, they're gonna take your money, you ain't gonna get no rank, not on any word that matters. You hire a reputation management firm, I imagine they don't do a good job. Finding people that will actually do what they say they're gonna do is, is extremely hard. And you, will, you just have to be willing to like hire four guys and fire three and, and pay four times as much as you would have otherwise in the beginning. That seems like the only way to solve that, that particular issue. Because word of mouth, it's like I don't have somebody to ask like, hey, who does your reputation management and, and booking and scheduling and stuff? And do they have extra capacity to do me? Like it's it's hard, right? It's solvable, right? But I've got these other things I have to solve first. So, like hiring that person to get, right now, I have things to do that are actually more important than interviews, but for glory's sake and for scaling, I think that they're very important. And within a couple months, they probably take primary importance. So like, yeah, hire a publicist. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
13: Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> Agree. you. Bottom, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, my I think pleasure. I speak for a lot of us here. Um, uh, you're, you're a personal hero of mine and thanks, man. the things That's you speak about, I mean, they're just, they're really important and not a lot of people are talking about it and thank you for taking the time. And, um, Dave, did you get my a pleasure. chance to watch any of the conference the past couple days?
1: I didn't actually. which makes me sad because i know you guys are probably talking about awesome stuff so i hope that when if there's some outlier like three or four hours of really outstanding content i might dip in but like once again i want to watch it but i know that there's things that i need to be doing like i should be manually spot checking the sacrifice balances to see that they match up with block explorers personally so that we can make those public like we want to launch this version 2.5 test within a week and like that comes up very quickly. So I would rather be manually inspecting sacrifice balances than, than nearly anything else.
6: Thank you, Richard. Thank uh, you, Maddie.
20: Hi Richard.
1: Hi there. How's it going?
20: Georgia, How are you?
1: Pleasure to meet you.
20: Nice meeting you, sir. I am here representing moms in crypto. All the mothers All right. that are woo, go girls. All the moms that are at home, so this most of 90, what, 99% of your followers are here helping the convention. Uh, Maddie. Maddie. Thanks, Maddie been, Maddie has been nonstop since the convention started. I Great. have never seen anyone work so hard.
1: Thank you, thank you. you. He cares about your mental health as well.
20: He has done an incredible job, as well as all the YouTubers that are here. I'm a groupie. I'm here seeing all your (laughs) the people that supported you. Being here in front of you, Richard, is a dream come true. Nice. I might not have a rap song or a (laughs) the formula to longevity. Um, I did not even bring cookies.
1: That's okay, that's part of the formula for longevity actually
20: But I have something But I have something I have a voice And I have the control of my children's education Nice And so a lot of the mothers out there um, We're here I'm here representing all the mothers We're supporting you We're supporting everyone out there Who's doing something for the future of our children For our future I've been waiting for Hex my entire life
1: Nice. Well, so thank you. I like god. it. I'm I am also a fan of facts. I like it a lot.
20: I know. And you know what? You deserve all your glory. You deserve you. the glory that you're working so hard for. Trying. Um, you deserve you even deserve a fun club. I created your hey, nice. first
1: an instant ever
20: decentralized fun club for a crypto god.
1: Which platform? Hello. Which platform did you do it on?
20: The Richard Heart Fun Club on Instagram.
1: You are the instant. Nice. I seen. I was in. Your, I was looking at your. Uh, when you tag me, it like shows up in my messages. I was looking at it today. Yes,
20: I, 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 I like it. A, I have time thank on my you. hands.
1: I appreciate thank it. You. Nice so, stuff.
20: But thank you, Richard. Thank. I don't. You.
1: I don't spend much time on Insta at all. So.
20: I know like, you but don't. But we all do when cool. we enjoy it. Yeah. And guys, please put hex everywhere. Put pulse chain. Put the name of Richard Hart everywhere. I thank know you. what I'm talking about. You
1: need. Ah, to, thank you. I'm a PTA so
20: mom, guys.
1: You need to. I appreciate it.
20: To be here, to God's. To be from the chair in front of a camera, in front of millions <laughs> of people, in front of Richard Hart, That's to cool. God's. Imagine what he has to do every day for us. I love
10: it so Thanks, please
20: please like subscribe add hex to everything you have a pta meeting
7: you whatever you do just put the word hex it.
20: post chain post hex, it. and all it's of your cool. projects
1: thank i don't you know so anything
20: much. else thank you. Thank you. You. you're awesome please thank you richard
1: it's my pleasure i'll and keep your on mom working will
20: be very proud of you
1: yeah, I talk to her a lot. She's she likes me. She to me. And I'm sure she's very
20: proud of you. Yep. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. There's a thank you. waiting. Who's next? I love you. I love oh, you. thank
1: you, darling. I love all you guys. You're best. Hey, Richard. What's up? How's it going?
0: Wow. Um, I I am so thankful. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. My my life has uh, totally changed, and uh, I'm I'm empowered to. Uh, to do a lot of things that um, the legacy system was uh, taking a long time for me to get there, so um, my question is not for me. Uh, your authenticity and uh, the community's freedom and, and our focus is is what's uh, critical and uh, su- super thankful for what uh, Maddie has done here and what all of us are doing you know because we are a community, and that's that is what it's about and so I'm kind of a placeholder for a question that somebody else uh, right. w- w- wants wants to ask. I, I don't know if you know T Money. Uh, do you know T Money from the community? Yeah, well, old yeah. school. He was one. Is of the it very okay first. if he asks? He is is it okay if
1: he you a question? T Money, I believe, was the first human being to enter the Hex Chat when I created it. Wow. The first, I think. No, nice. yeah, I think he was the first admin. Yeah. Nice. yeah. If it's the T Money, I think it is
0: uh he wasn't able to stay in the line so i was just gonna save his place but is that okay it might it might be a
1: different team like the team money i know i think uh he works yeah yeah it's him okay all
0: right is that okay maddie can i go grab him
1: whatever we'll cycle to somebody else it's fine
0: yeah
1: we'll just go to somebody somebody else do what you need to do man so so for you guys go ahead okay
4: i'd have to go get him he's not here yeah
1: well go ahead go get him okay i'll get i don't know it's up to maddie i'm not i'm not the bouncer i don't know what's going on What's up, guys? Hello <laughs> there. So do I have you? So first, we need to make sure, because I had this happen once before. Are you the T-Money? So there's a T-Money that was the first guy in the Hex chat room, but it might not be you. Is it you? Or are you
17: different T-Money? I'm a different, different T-Money. It's okay. freedomTV.info. <laughs> I'm the co-organizer of the first Las Vegas meetup, Hex meetup. What's up, guys? Hey there. Um, We crushed the uh, the tank. The the, we had the tanks and crushed the cars. That was uh, my brother Louis put that out there, and we're doing crazy stuff so that you guys can have a good time in Vegas. I'm here from Vegas. Anytime you're here in Vegas, uh, Richard. You, my Micasa, we'll DoCasa, my friend. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. So, you. Uh, yeah, I mean, my question—if I can yeah. go into the questions now—go ahead. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, and well, just a little bit by myself. I know we've yeah. never met, and uh, yeah. I respect you immensely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I—it's—it's. It's, I'm a proud member of the Hexican community. Yeah. I believe, you know, I believe in in your projects, every single one of them. You're the only. I've been in crypto since 2013. You're the only founder, the only founder that's put out great, great projects, and it's Thank been you. a pleasure, a pleasure to market your your products. Thanks, thanks, man.
1: Well, that's very kind of you.
17: Also, uh, you know, we we co-sponsored the uh, the uh, crypto sparbuck guys, the five five five, right? Nice. Uh thank you very much uh for that privilege, uh Crypto Sparbuck to put that out there because we we're on a evan- we want to evangelize for Hex yeah. and Pulse. Yeah. Nice. Well and thank so you so much, man. I I appreciate I, I, appreciate, it. I appreciate you too. So uh, I have this opportunity. Uh they called me up. It's uh Crypto WorldCond. It's in your hometown, well, Miami. I yeah. know you're from Fort Lauderdale, but it's yeah. in Miami. Yeah. yeah. It's on April 1st and 2nd. They want me yeah. to speak for 20 minutes. My question to you, I'm willing to forego my 20 minutes. I already yeah. already um, spoke to the organizers. They are okay with you speaking, even if it's on stream at that sure. convention.
1: Hey man, if there's a okay. convention with a bunch of crypto people at it and they want me to talk, I'm happy to do it. And thanks for setting it up. Yeah.
17: Can we make that?
1: So Probably, yeah. Did, I mean, look. If there's people that if there's a big audience, crypto dudes, and they want to hear me talk about crypto, it seems like a good fit. Yeah,
17: absolutely. We do. Nice. We do. Right. We believe. Nice. So uh, maybe we'll
1: save them from some of the, the not so good cryptos out there.
17: Absolutely. There's a
1: couple of those. Yeah. I'm
17: so excited. I'm sorry. I'm just nice. excited. Oh, good. Um, so the other thing is, uh, um, I know by nature, PulseCon. I mean, I'm sorry, Pulse Chain. Yeah. You. The ERC-20 tokens are coming all into Pulse. And of course, we know we're going to have some bad actors in there too by nature. Yep. Is there a way we can uh, market the or having a rating system or some kind of uh, some value system, maybe like a Cisco and Uber thumbs up, thumbs down rating system? We've
1: kind of evolved into an easy method to tell what may or may not be good based on whether I found it or not. So it's like, awesome. now look, we use Ethereum. I didn't found Ethereum, you know, we use uh, MetaMask. I didn't found MetaMask. There are things in crypto that don't suck, but there's a lot of things that do suck, you know? Um, So like your question leads you to the thing, like how much should I help people buy other ticker symbols that aren't the ones I founded so that the finite economic energy people have is diluted so that the things that i did found perform less well on the price chart and it's like uh, maybe i won't work on that at all actually like if other people want to work on that if you want to if you want to work hard to go figure out which things i didn't make don't suck well go ahead but it's not my job to help you not directly participate in the ticker symbols i did create like you know what i mean <clears throat> does that make sense it, it makes so like, sense. like, I, 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 what would I rather promote, Pulse Chain or Ethereum? Pulse Chain. Well, would I rather promote uh, Hacks or Ethereum? Hacks. Does that mean Ethereum's terrible? No. Like, it's still it's pretty good. It's just too expensive, you know. So, I can't help with that particular issue. Um, but there is chat rooms for it. Somebody else has already got a coins launching on Hacks and or a coin launching on Pulse Chain chat room in Telegram, and they also kind of try and do some type of quality control apparently but I don't participate in any of it, you know? Their theory was basically like, people are gonna find these coins. And so if you have someone slightly less evil in charge, that could reduce the net harm because there will be like a million rug pulls when pulse chain launches. Like there will just be endless scams, rug pulls because that's what people do with technology. They use it and you're gonna have people that do use really good stuff and you're gonna have people that do really bad stuff. And that's what freedom is. Like freedom is the choice for people to do stupid crap and yell as you might people will do stupid crap good questions thanks man i want to talk to the girl with the funny hat am i allowed to say girl or do i have to say women's or like That's what fair. is the what is the preferred uh
21: my name is sj
1: what's up sj how's it going what's up? hey it's what's it stand for sarah joy oh nice it's a cool yeah. name
21: truly thank you it's truly good nice to meet you sir uh, I have been doing an audiobook of Sci Vive. Crazy. Um, <laughs>
1: wow. Nice, uh, I like your necklace too. It's cool.
21: I overheard you mention not long ago that you did receive an edited copy. And yeah. I was curious. It's pinned. Was it's, the, it's
1: the doc files that are pinned in, uh, in the Sci Vive channel. So, those, I mean, if you read them, those are the edited ones. I okay. okay. Edited, like, I, I, I thought you had gotten like, the a copy back from ago.
21: like an editor.
1: That Recently. was a copy from the editor. Oh, okay. I mean, I could introduce you to the editor directly and you could work with them to be fine with me. I'll pay the hourly and you could work with them. I mean, you've read the whole thing, right? So I'm, I don't try, mind I'm working
21: to... on I'm not, I haven't, I'm yeah. working on chapter three right now. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, slope study.
1: We'll just, we'll direct, hit me on Telegram and Twitter so I can make sure that you're working on what I think is at least the most modern copy. Excellent. Because it is a really yeah. big difference between the unedited one and the edited one. It's a big difference. Um, Wonderful. But isn't it funny? Like I put so much time into creating the Sci Vive book, and yet I barely talk about it at all. But it has changed lives. Like it really Absolutely. has good content in it. So like, one day it would be nice to maybe actually click publish. You know, like it's not. It's it's ninety three percent done. Like it just needs maybe seven percent of touch up. Yeah, it's tell easy. me, tell me more. I mean, you're the one with the sci vive and the username. You're doing more to promote it than I ever have. So,
21: <laughs> no, it's great. Is I mean, aside from just you know hex and everything else that you're doing, yeah. having this material that you've written, and I haven't even yeah. started the other books that you've done. So, you know, you know, you know,
1: it's so funny. My experience of life is so much different from this conference. I experience constant hatred as my normal day-to-day experience of life. I'm nearly banned off everything. I can barely say what I want to say anywhere. You know i'm like just attacked constantly and then i help by buying two thousand dollar cheeseburger bags and you know i make sure that if the hate's not there i work extra hard to get it like one of my troll comments today was uh my watch costs more than your house hashtag blessed hashtag uh humble hashtag you know so like just to like troll right like <laughs> you know hashtag sarcasm but not though that, that was in there because i i i use it for engagement right so that like teasing is is part of the engagement and so it's it's nice we'll, well so the comment is dual one my experience of life is so much different than this conference because this conference is so much love and my day-to-day life is pure conflict pure because i don't go where the love is i go where the, the hatred is because that's where i can make more impact. It's crazy. Like I subject myself to horror on a daily basis on purpose. And the second part of that is for all those haters, you would think of a person wrote his entire like life's beliefs in a book or two. And it's a long book, long book yes, that you could is. just pick through that stuff and be like, oh, look, look, he thinks this, look how terrible it is. Never seen it happen. So apparently either no one knows how to read anymore or my beliefs are pretty awesome and the book's pretty awesome, you know? Um, and I mean, we've seen haters dig as deep as could possibly go. I mean, there's haters that know more about my past than I do. Literally I've seen it. Like that's how deep haters have gone to try and find something to use to harm me. And all they find is good stuff, right? Like they're like, eh, I've been a nice guy and, a, and a, a good dude for like my whole life. So I, I just love the idea that you're actually reading that thing, that if the haters are right, would be the key to my distraction. The thing of all my beliefs, you know? But it turns out that my beliefs are cool.
21: Absolutely, I have a quick follow-up question. This is from a group okay. of uh, hexagons that are also drum and bass fans. Nice. Uh, it was either, what is your favorite neurofunk tune or your like your top three drum, I, drum and bass fans? Lately,
1: bass I've been listening to like this set called uh, the, the Upbeats 2018 Beats for Love, or something like that. I've been in like five minutes and or four minutes and 50 seconds into it. It's so good. So good. Now I wish I remembered like what the actual song was that the DJ was spinning, but my God, it's good. Nice. Um, so beats for love, the upbeats, And then Ghidra is good. He's a Russian dude. G Y D R A. He's got some six sets. I think those are my favorites, but then if I could go old school, I like, uh, Bad Company, EI, EIBI three, depending on how you want to write it. Uh, Diesel Boy, yeah. Kamal, Rob Data. I mean, right on. You got to check them out. Google it. There's also there's also another another one that's like rather modern called Audio. And then they had a, I think the band's name was Audio. And then I think their first album was also called Audio. And they've got some pretty killer stuff on there. We actually have like some drum and bass DJs like in the, in yeah. the experience like yeah, yeah a few of them like gridlock is a hexkin, and uh there's some other dudes with less fame that are that are hexkins.
2: good question. So right now we have a
1: nice hat so right now we're... what is that hat do tell what am i looking at there this looks i'm not cool. even sure i like it Something cute. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> how come i haven't seen you on twitter have i just missed you
21: I'm on, I'm Sj on Twitter. You just okay. re- liked a tweet of mine. I retweeted, um, or I tweeted a YouTube, old YouTube about not staying mad nice.
1: at people. Well, then I'm probably following you then. <laughs> if I liked your tweet and you're Mexican, I probably followed you. Thank I'm you so yet. much.
21: Yeah, thank you.
1: Pleasure.
2: So we, so we have eight people left, and we have eight minutes. I don't know if we could do a speed round. But Go
19: fast. Think, Richard.
1: <laughs> try it. Don't do introductions. Just do all right, questions. So, yeah.
19: All right. So yeah, Um. just echo thanks to everyone and to Maddie for you guys all doing this. It's a, it's a pleasure to be a steward of your message. And um, since there's so many people here, I had a couple questions, but I'll try to do so with alacrity. Yeah, I'll ask with alacrity. <laughs> and if it works, then it works. But first thing is, you, one of the things you say is, um, you know, if you can do one thing right in crypto or one, one thing right in life, get crypto right. And, you know, that can be broken down into so many areas. Like if you were to list like three to five things besides buy hex, buy pulse, buy pulse X. But I mean, is it understanding liquidity? Would it, like what no, would you it's, say it's are really some of the just best things the right to understand?
1: one. Choose the right one. Okay. And delay gratification. Okay. And don't get scammed. Don't lose your keys. Don't give your keys away. Don't authorize the wrong app and that's it, you, you don't have to do anything else.
19: Okay, gotcha, I was looking far more into, the, into it than that. So
1: yep. um, the, but the that's second just, one- You here. won't make more money on that, you'll just think you're smarter, but you might not even end up being smarter. You might, right. you might learning about liquidity pools might make you trade and then now you lose. Trading's yeah. losing in general
19: absolutely so the second one just very quickly i'm a 2013 bitcoiner i'd mm-hmm. love that they got robbed by mark Carples and mount gox Sucks. would love to get that money back and reinvest yep. it in this ecosystem what mm-hmm. are the odds of that happening to any of us did you file
1: money? your claim yep you i file my claim.
19: i get all the japanese letters. okay thing but
1: well then i eventually it will happen you will eventually okay. get your bitcoin back or some of them um and then you can dump the price with everybody else and
19: Yep, it's going to Hex.
1: <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Good question.
19: Appreciated the follow. That was that was cool of you too. Thank you. Good meeting. How's it going?
1: A bit. I didn't know you were but, a gymnast. I think I saw you do like a cartwheel or something, bro. Yeah. What's going on with that? Did I see you do a cartwheel in a video? Or am I mixing you up with somebody else? Thank you. I'm mixing so, you perfect.
9: up. First of all, I want to thank you to um, creating Hex uh, because My it pleasure. made me financially free, and uh, now I choose to travel around. Travel across America with the Crypto Sparbuch team. Here in Vegas, everything started six months ago and now everything came to an end. Today, we announced that we want to do a second tour, but All we right. want to do it as a Crypto Sparbuch tour. We want to give and uh, pass on the baton to the hexagon community. We All need right. two things in order to do that. Yeah. First of all, of course, the funding, easy to do. Yeah. We do that all the time, right? Yeah. But second of all, we need the people to really step in, speak, build up uh, equipment, and just be in the field. What yeah. do you think, how could we do that? I mean, you already talked about uh, in your livestream that people should support us, yeah. but how can we really address the community and organize everybody together to help I, in this one cause?
1: You have found the magical place where I'm almost useless and that you know way better than I do. So I did a tour. And I was, I'm not going to say I was crap at it, but I didn't tell anyone where I was going on purpose. I told them after I was already there. And then I, I gave people almost never more than 24 hours warning. And I still got good turnouts anyway. But that's the opposite of how you would do it if you really wanted to reach a lot of people. If you really wanted to reach a lot of people, you do what you did. Have a schedule, put out advertisements, you know, and then maybe get people that weren't already in. You know, when I out a tweet, hey, I'm doing this, I'm getting people that are already in. I'm not getting people that aren't already in. You have to advertise where they've never seen you before. So I have a feeling that you know these answers better than I do because you've been doing it. You know what I mean? The only thing I might change if I were you is if you see how these successful coaches and personal development guys on-ramp all of their guys, right? So like Tony Robbins and Leash the Power Within and Zig Ziglar and all these dudes. They advertise certain places and are able to fill up stadiums. And I have a feeling that when you're promoting something that has gone up in price a million percent in under two years, that is a type of performance that should interest somebody. And when you've got the president of the United States talking about cryptocurrency publicly, and when you've got governments and nation states begging for cryptocurrency publicly, I think you really could fill up larger venues if you got your marketing right. And I think you might even get more, more people to attend if you charged, to tell you the truth. Because people don't see any value on in free information a lot of times, but they see a lot of value in paying for it. So you might actually be able to, okay, I guess I lied. I guess I'm useful for all this stuff. I just didn't think I would be. Um,
9: yeah, charging charging for our workshop is just against our philosophy, education. Should yeah, but you're going to get less users. But Richard, I can tell you I guarantee something. you're going to get more users if you charge for it. I know exactly I'm telling you. what I'm doing now for the next tour. Maybe we'll all charge right. people for the next tour. but. The infrastructure is uh, laid out. We have Hexline, we have Mars, yeah. Kalen, and me working on the tour. The yeah. infrastructure is there. Now we just yeah. need the hexagons to jump in. and we will Did have you understand? A pe- people There's people like
1: 1,000 people showing up to a stadium to go buy somebody's book of like, hey, if you read this, you'll get rich, but probably not, though, because look what happened to everybody else that read it. Like I went through all that stuff. I paid all those guys. And because I'm diligent, I was able to turn some of it into utility. But most people aren't. I just, I would strongly consider using the exact same marketing tactics to fill up stadiums for people to hear your message as those guys did. At least try it. Study their business model because they're reaching more people than we are. You know what I mean? I hope that helps. Thank you so much. I appreciate you doing for the Americans what they couldn't manage to do for themselves for some reason. A German had to fly to America to help spread the word of Hex for some reason, guys. Thank you. <laughs>
15: Who's next?
1: We blew those
15: eight minutes. Sorry. Uh, Yes. Greetings. I'm uh, Crypto Joe, also
18: a guy with camera on Instagram. I'm a cinematographer. Just want to put it out there. Cameraman brought it. I just want to put my services out for the community. Nice. All
2: right. And
18: my question for you is Africa and the third world in general. I just see that uh, great value in people being able to stake
10: and
1: uh, do it on your
18: phone. Yeah. Get their phone minutes
1: converted to Bitcoin. We need to get them that Pulse Chain, or they're screwed. I mean, can you imagine being broke in Africa, and they're like, "Yeah, you want to start a stake? Yeah, it's going to be thirty dollars, or fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to end the yeah. stake? Ah, that's going to be thirty or more, you know? So, like, without Pulse Chain, actually, poor Africa doesn't have a chance, really, right now. I mean, Ethereum's too expensive for a poor African person to use, for sure, yes. for sure, yeah. It's hard. I mean a lot of the problems that Africa has are not easily solved with crypto or with anything else. It's hard. They're all hard problems.
22: Matt, greatly thank you I'm for trying. fixing Ethereum because yep. our whole I'm system trying.
11: broke. Yeah. And now we ha- we can do those
18: microtransactions. Yeah. People in the third world can now afford to get involved.
1: Yeah. For Great. a couple of years, but the fees will probably come up in a couple of years too. So we'll have to do it again something, right? Maybe yeah. roll up. Can you
6: fix NFTs? well what would you do Mm, i mean like text toys you can get the physical object yeah it's
1: like people are getting what they want you know what i mean so (laughs) if people are getting what they want in theory you could say it's fixed but trying to make people want different stuff that's a hard game man and it's not a technical solution getting people to want different stuff is a political salesmanship solution it's not something you can address with technology
8: Excellent. Maybe they're Excellent.
1: right. Maybe the future is weird pictures. And then, boy, you guys want to see how many weird pictures I can make? Man, I tell you what. I know how to make a lot of JPEGs, I tell you.
18: But real quick, if there is value in being able to uh, establish who owns what in a, in a, in a yeah. digital environment... Okay. Sure.
1: There is. Hey, look, I think NFTs are great. I just think overpaying for them is not great. You know what I'm saying? Art's beautiful. Music's beautiful. Just don't overpay. Yeah, All right, good nice. questions, man. Thanks for the cinematography. Hey. All right. What's up, everybody? Who's next? All right. Hey, Richard. I see a repeat customer oh, up me. top there. Go ahead. Go. Well,
11: hello, Richard. Hello, everyone. I just want to start off by saying thank you, Richard, and your team, and to Matty for getting this all together, uh, even on a 75% price dip. Hex I is showed still up the best at the investment. end to talk. <laughs> yeah. Matty did everything. Yeah. So, so, Hex is still the, the man with the long investment. hair. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, guy with the long hair. Well, I, I like that. So, um, so yeah, even on a 75% price dip, this is still the best investment I've ever made uh, up to this point. So thank you for that. And to this the vast reader, majority strong, of people bought way lower. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So my question to you is, um, I know that there's been a lot of things that have targeted hexacons, um yep. that are built around hex or on top yep. of hex. Um, However, I don't wanna be gatekeeping to things Mm -hmm. that may enhance user experience. And um, I would just like to know what your opinion might be on encapsulated stakes and their application in
1: the future and
11: and how they may be uh, valuable.
1: It's an experiment. So if the contract goes wrong, you lose all your money. If the contract doesn't go wrong, then you have the ability to encapsulate a stake and then sell it into a different liquidity pool because you can't sell it on Uniswap where the majority of Hex liquidity is because it doesn't accept encapsulated stakes. And so if you're willing to incur the counterparty risk or rather smart contract risk, um, not counterparty risk, smart contract risk, maybe lightly counterparty based on how much you need a host front end or if the front end is distributed or not, or if there's a guide written for the ether scan right contract function, um, I look at, if it is the case, that in order to encapsulate a stake, you have to buy the original thing first. And therefore the price moves up when you do so. And then it is the case that it reduces buy pressure in the future because it competes for new users, but those new users, you'll only ever be able to sell an encapsulated stake for less because anyone else could just create their own stake from scratch. So they will never pay you a premium, never. So you're never, ever going to be able to sell an encapsulated stake at a premium ever. But you might be able to, to, to make a longer stake and then have the liquidity to sell it earlier, but into a different liquidity pool so it acts like a bond. So it's, it's an experiment. We don't know whether um, they're gonna work out well or not. And you know there is an encapsulated stake platform that's out there, but no one actually uses it. So that you know, they've had, I think, only maybe four or five instances of encapsulations ever, I think, maybe there's been seven total so we don't really know um, how it will turn out. If it is the case that it just increases the average stake length, and if it is the case that it doesn't introduce extra buy pressure because you had to buy in the first place, then it could be OK. Um, and then if it's the case that it sucks, it could be possible to fix the suck by not mentioning it anymore. You know what I mean? And so I am extremely conservative when I talk about things that people might uh, invest in because I don't want to be responsible if they get wrecked. And so, you know, we've seen people target hexagons before it has gone extremely terribly. Uh, we have also seen recently, maybe stuff that, that isn't that terrible. Maybe, right. We don't know. Like I haven't even, I haven't even looked into the game theory that hard to know. Like, I don't know what the the founders take is. I don't know what the rate of inflation is. I don't know what the max supply is. It, like, I, these are parameters I don't know about. And so I can't speak to the, the potential price performance just because I'm not like read up on it. And then there's the issue of, if you care about the hex ticker, the pulse ticker, the pulse x ticker, by what mechanic do those tickers go up if some other ticker goes up? And then if you can't find a mechanic which drives up the tickers, hex, pulse or pulse x, when something else goes up, then the question becomes like, well, why would you care if that thing went up, right? Now there, but like for something that's backed by hex, that mechanic might exist. So if something becomes valuable and you can ARB that value down by creating more hex stakes, then there might be a value tie there. It's just the the game theory and mechanics behind that are untested. And so if people wanna take that risk and find out about it on their own, feel free. But like read the audits, I haven't. Mm -hmm. you know there's so many things that you really would need to look into and from my perspective i'm like drowning in ticker symbols already like you're going to have hacks on pulse you're going to have hacks on ethereum you're going to have pulse x you're going to have pulse chain you're going to have the incentive token probably some months after those come out you'll have a token related to the uh metamask replacement you're like that's enough tickers bro like for me like (laughs) that's <laughs> That's a lot of ticker symbols, man. Just drawing all them charts and, and you know bragging about them is going to be <laughs> like a relatively time-consuming job. So I mean, I hope I hope that answers your question. It's not noble. Basically, the, sure. the the primary primary analysis really is w- what type of buy pressure exists from the value add, and is that buy pressure enough to cancel out? possible modifications to the locking and so like i don't know and i don't think anyone knows but maybe we'll find out right right it's an easier it's an easier answer when you're on ramping users from outside if you're on ramping so for instance grayscale on ramps users that would otherwise be alienated in an island and not have access to crypto exposure because they're locked in their 401ks and can only buy a certain type of security and so Grayscale just buys crypto and never sells it. and is only buy pressure and buy pressure from a place you weren't otherwise getting it. That's just pure win, 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 can't ask for more. And so in this encapsulated version, it's different because you're getting your users probably from the same place. And that's a big difference. You, know? you asked me an extremely uh, nuanced and complicated question. I hope you are satisfied with the answer.
11: Yeah, and I, I appreciate your answer. You know, It's totally fair to say it's unknowable. And I just appreciate you taking the time to to hear me out on that. Um, you know, me personally, I just like the ability to ch- to transfer wallets if needed. You know, you won't
1: like years. it if you get hacked. You're going to be very special. yeah. <laughs> that that's true. Because that's true. right now, if someone gets hacked, now yeah. the hacker and the person that got hacked both have the keys, and they can fight for that stake when it might become yeah. valuable enough to end. But if you have encapsulated exactly. stakes and you get hacked, you're going to lose all that money instantly, and you're not going to have any ability to save yourself. So yeah, yeah I guess it just kind of depends on who's first to the punch, you know, can know. you beat, you know. Well, people so, notice that they've been hacked when it's already too late. So the hacker oh, yeah. will always be first to the punch. Right, right. And There's no uh, way to be alerted pre before it happens. Oh yeah. And uh good questions, I, man. Thank you. I
11: I appreciate that. And lastly, I just want to yeah. say um I got hexcali.com for all you hexagons out there in California. Um, I want to start doing get togethers out there and just, nice. you know, getting a community together, continue cool. to onboard new people and bring together. Good stuff, man. So, thank um, you. Hopefully, thank you we wish much. you were here too, Richard. I think I can speak for everyone. I'm here. Uh, I mean, I not in here? In the, here. you know, <laughs> a lot of Zoom calls with, you know, everything that's been going on. And I mean, uh, no expectations ever, you know, but, uh, it, you know, maybe in the one future, day, it'd bro. be nice to, uh, one day. to all be
1: together. How's that and, eight minutes day. doing, Maddie? So far. thank you. What happens when we go over there It's like do I turn into a pumpkin or something? I don't I don't know what the hard right, thanks again, got, Richard. Uh, thanks, everyone. Four
2: more people. You. Hey, Good. You want me to go? Hey, great question. I appreciate
15: it Hey, so, hey Richard. What's up? Hey, go. Hey, real quick. Hey, yep. uh yeah, I know you said that your, you know, your life is like full of you know hate mail and yeah like that, but man, it sucks mail. that you're treated like the Rodney Dangerfield of crypto uh but i get no respect yeah you some people you make a fantastic general dude and i just wonder if you ever let yourself bathe in the fact that you have a goddamn army behind you like thank you thank you
1: so much occasionally i'm reminded and i like it i like it a lot thank you for reminding me thank you man let's take monica monica sent me a video on how to uh make some food thanks monica
23: you remember me. I do. I'm so excited about that. Okay, I'm I'm the coldest person in the world and right now I'm so hot. I'm like nice. I'm, starting up, I'm I got starstruck right now. Hi Richard.
1: <laughs> hey you.
23: <Scott. laughs> I'm Pleasure. so happy. Uh, and I gotta tell you in October and I should let you know that the way you board somebody is you literally drag your bestie with you to the expo and then she just slams with all this information. <laughs>
7: and then nice. she'll
23: think of her. <laughs> That's great. I, yeah, she's, she's great. And the, I, you should also know the community is fabulous. I feel so welcomed you all. I have 101 gazillion questions and everybody is so Ask willing to help. the two best ones. They, you know, Hexicans <laughs> are amazing. You can say that a hundred million times and again and again and again, and it's not even enough.
7: I like um, Hexicans.
23: So thank you for you two. You are incredible and um, I'm very grateful to be a part of this, and you and your brain and the nerd of you, I'm just digging it. So Mm -hmm. my question is, I uh, didn't get a chance to, and you probably have answered this multiple times, but I didn't get a chance to uh, do the Sacrifice for Pulse chain. And so, but I did get on board for Pulse uh, X.
1: You'll be able to swap your Pulse X coins for Pulse chain coins, which are called Pulse, before the bridge is open using the Pulse Exchange, but nobody knows what the rate will be because regardless of what it starts at, when people start trading into it, it's going to move the rates around so that we we don't know what the rate is gonna be at which you'll be able to swap Pulse X for Pulse. It will be interesting to find out, but you will be able to swap them.
23: So that, that's the best move then, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm anxious. I can't. Yeah, I have.
1: This is the thing. Like, I don't know what's gonna overperform. I don't know whether Pulse Chain is gonna overperform because it's got 60k plus users in the chat instead of the 40k in Hex. Even though Hex has been around for years longer, I don't know whether Pulse X is gonna overperform Pulse Chain. I don't know. It's not knowable, right? So it's gonna be very interesting to find out. I do understand your desire to have maybe some of each. You know. I'm assuming you may have that desire, but if, if it were me, I would want to have some of each. It seems I, would, I wouldn't want to not have any of them. I would want to have some of each of them, I think.
7: Well, I hope yeah. that answers
1: your question. You're going to be able to go to pulsex.com and swap your Pulse X for Pulse Chain, if you want.
23: Well, I mean, I'm, I trust your, your opinion, so
7: <laughs> Yeah,
1: but well, this is the one thing. I don't know what the price performance is going to be the best of the bunch. I really have no idea. Um, I- We'll just have to see and find out. I don't think it's knowable until it happens.
23: Well, um, I appreciate you. And before I let you go, if you need help with sandwiches,
1: thank you so much. That's the one thing I've got <laughs> covered. I've got sandwiches so well covered, you have no idea. If I'm good, if I'm good at anything, it's sandwiches. It's actually not even true. I don't even have. Well, any. I'll lighten them up for you. I got <laughs> that
23: stuff figured out.
1: <laughs> thank you so much, Monica. I thank appreciate
23: you. it. <laughs>
1: Go.
24: Hello, Richard. My name is Kincaid Honey. I'm 19 years old and I'm a day one hexagon. Um, I have been following you since 2016 and you have changed my life in more ways than I can even imagine. Um, Thank you. you and this community mean so much to me and I would not want to be with any other community in crypto whatsoever. And uh, I just want to thank you personally for everything that you have done for longevity research and for crypto and just everything, every single bit of of advice that you give everyone. Thank you. And my question for you today is what is your favorite thing about the Hex logo? As someone who's curious about branding, is it like the Uh, color scheme of it? I got some of the things I like about it. The color scheme, uh, the fact that it goes into the right or...
1: Yeah, I'm going to give you the whole spiel right now. I'm going to tell you everything I like. So I designed the Hex logo to represent exponential growth up and to the right. You start small, you get bigger, and you get bigger. And we have a color gradient with great contrast, which stands out against any other logo I've seen. And it it gives you – it's also the hardest logo to represent faithfully because printers can't represent magenta very well at all. It's You can't use normal ink to do it. You have to either have a very special ink and a very special substrate to hold it, which is, for instance, why a lot of uh, direct garment printing, the top right corner will just look purple because you can't make it look magenta unless you use vinyls or, or special stuff. You can't just, you can't print magenta on cotton. It ain't a thing. You got to have vinyl or some dye I've never seen. And it's similar on paper. So if you, if you print on paper, you're not getting that magenta color, period. So normal paper it ain't going to do it. I also like, that it kind of visually feels like the three, six, nine interest is represented as well. Uh, We don't call it interest now, we call it inflation rewards or rewards or yield or whatever, but you get the idea. The maximum inflation annually is 3.69%. And so this kind of looks like it would take up three units, six units, nine units. I haven't checked the math on it, but it feels right. It looks great on a small scale. It looks great on a large scale. So it looks good in these very, very tiny logo types that are out there. It looks good in black and white, and it looks good in the gradient, which is the hardest to represent color that exists, particularly magenta. So and it's weird that it's so hard to represent when magenta is one of the inks in the CMYK, right? But it just don't work. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't I think we have a better logo than Coca-Cola. I think we have a better logo than Apple. I, You know, maybe it's just because I don't like fruits that much. I don't know. Uh, I think this logo is absolutely world-class, world-tier, amazing. Like I've looked at all the other logos. Ours beats all of them. I mean, that's a very strong statement. But I'm unaware of any logo that beats the Hex logo. And I've studied a lot of logos. So I'm very, very happy with it.
24: Thank you so much, Richard. You're the best That's founder Richard. in crypto, and you've changed my life and so many other thank people. Thank
1: you, man. Thank you so much for being part of it, man.
22: Go ahead. Richard, Matt, Matty yep. Crypto, man. Finally, nice How to are you? Say hello to you. Very good. Um, Pleasure. Thank you so much, man. People say thank you to you all the time, and I feel like thousands of people have done that, but... I want to say thank you, too, but I feel like it's not enough. The words thank All you, right. I feel like it's just not enough. So I just appreciate you so much. I wish it was different words I could say. Um, thank you. i welcome. give you a new
1: one, honor and respect.
22: Yes. Well, I honor there and respect you. Go. you. The seems, highest it seems like I I'm cheating. Thank you. You, you've, you've changed my life and given me back my our freedom and my time my to pleasure, my family. Man. So it's a, the most positive thing you can do. But um, me and two friends of mine have – uh, are in the process of creating NFTs after we finished the NFT called the Hex King. We worked uh, on it for six months. I know you're not a yeah. huge fan of NFTs, but our goal was to... You might create- be
1: understating my position.
22: <laughs> well, I you might you. be
1: understating my NFT position.
22: Yeah, and and some and your reasons are valid, I, I, yeah. I think. But the, what yeah. we're doing, we're trying to create this NFT world of crypto, them the yeah. story of crypto from Satoshi all the way up to you yeah. as the Hex King. And yeah. our idea was to onboard people who are into NFTs, but not into Hex. So grab the NFT world and use that as a vessel to onboard them into Hex. If we could do that through the Hex King, would you be more positive and accepting toward that kind of NFT?
1: So I do value, as I said earlier, if you want to on-ramp people and you want to influence people, you need to influence them from what already influences them. And so from that perspective, I could understand outreach using stuff that i might not like but the trick is the diode and so if you do your own outreach and you on-ramp your own users and you don't leech hexagons to the thing well then that's just win but if you do leech hexagons to the thing and they buy your thing instead of the ticker symbols that i made well then that's bad for those ticker symbols price and so it's really a question of where you're getting your users from because if you're like i would i would probably never want to see a hex can buy an nft over hex probably um and but if you're doing it to a different community that's not this one which this particular question at this particular time would indicate it may not be the case because we're already in this community right like it's going to be pretty hard for me to to get me to like that one it's pretty hard okay <laughs> you picked the hard the the, the hardest thing <laughs> hey richard shill a ticker that's not one you made uh... Nah, nah, nope. <laughs> we're we're going to wait and launch it. Hey, for effort.
22: On so.
1: Well, good, good. I mean, and that's the other, see, that's another interesting thing though, right? Like look at Vitalik. Do you see Vitalik promoting any ERC-20s? Serious question. Do you see Vitalik promoting any ERC-20s? I don't. And then when you look in Vitalik's wallet, what you see is a lot of Ethereum and you do see Vitalik promoting Ethereum. And so it appears that people promote what is in their interest to promote, because they may already have equity in the thing. And so you probably would see similar behavior from other founders. So like, I'm glad that you will launch on Pulse Chain and enjoy the cheaper fees and the higher throughput, but don't expect me to promote your thing over my thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anyone's ever gonna do that. If they're smart, if they're dumb and they're just like, yeah, screw my tickers, go buy other tickers. Then, you know, I I I don't see that happening.
22: Okay. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so we're much. We're gonna see. We're
1: gonna see more of this as Pulse goes.
5: Bro. What it, if you're see. really buff? <laughs> yeah. oh, God, it's a big jaw. <laughs> Thanks, brother.
1: See you, man. Right. Go ahead. This is the, hey, it's just Maddie, me, and Susie. So, Susie, it's you. Hi, Hi Rich. I'm How are you? I'm you gotta get closer to that mic, Susie. You're spark. Can't hear you.
25: Spark, sparkly. I think it's uh, the mic. Is I like.
1: Good. I like the sparkly. Well, it says it's muted, but it's just trolling. Okay. It's not real.
25: I, said, I want to. I hear you have, now. I want you to have one of these.
1: What is no, it? Stress ball.
25: No stress with hacks.
1: A it's globe. Here to Save the world. All right.
25: <laughs> I want you to Thank have you. Those. Yes. I, absolutely. Think, I think someone gave me one. And in to the to let shape you know that being in hacks, pulse chain, and um, pulse X
1: this. Yes. Yay. Nice. Bundan, are this chips? Abundance. Are you throwing money around there? Are this, are this poker yes. chips? Nice.
25: Because we, we need to live lucky.
1: I would be so boring in Vegas because literally <laughs> I would drink nothing. Like drinking so stupid. I love it. I usually mostly do not drink. Occasionally I do. And I'm like, yeah, never doing that again. Total garbage. So I would not drink anything. And I also would not gamble at all. And I would be like, yep, apparently I'm the, you know, I'm doing all the other fun things here. I'll go see shows, go eat dinner, but I ain't doing none of the you know, the other Vegas things. I, well, I want I, I want my people to be the house, not the gamblers. The house always wins. Gamblers, gamblers.
25: Well, I'm here to have fun and to retire my mom. So nice. it's pretty important to me. But my big question is. If I ever get the opportunity to meet you, will you play balloon with me?
1: I don't know how it works. How do we play balloon? <laughs> do we just throw it around? I could do that. I could manage it. <laughs> I just want what to I,
25: let you know that you Thank good. you
1: so much. I take all the compliments you're very I can get. Beautiful. I've got to store up these compliments and make them last for the next you know, 100 days. I'm on Twitter getting beat up by people. So I'm really going to try and remember all this stuff. Have more fun. What's up, Maddie? Congrats on retiring your mom. So, what's up, Maddie? How's it going, bro?
2: So, there are four or five volunteers around here who have been working the entire time. They've volunteered and donated their time, making the biggest difference of all. Uh, So, thank you to uh, everybody out there who's been volunteering.
1: Can we see them? Can we see their pretty faces? Do you guys
2: want to come up on stage?
1: Let's give these guys a respect. Do you guys to want deserve. to come up
2: on stage? Billy Boy, UFO, Teddy, Hextoshi, Sticker Guy.
1: We've seen Sticker Guy. Awesome. They're probably busy working. Well, yeah,
2: They're, I mean, they're doing their job. Website. They're out there working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. doing...
1: You can shout them out on the website. Like, uh, here... I hope I've done a good enough here. job promoting these. I just want to recognize these guys
2: because I could not have yeah. put on a conference... Uh, for such a, a low amount of money without right. their help.
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Very nice of you. And thanks for inviting me, man. This has been great. I, uh, I've i never received so many compliments. It's the opposite of how I normally get to live. Are these the volunteers. Are yes. these some other- Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for helping out. It's really nice of you. I've heard that everyone's had a
2: wonderful time. So let's give these guys a huge round of applause.
1: Thank you, guys. I've heard nothing but good comments.
2: So I I want to thank Richard. I want to thank the community. Thank the Netflix documentary crew that's been here. And thank you so much to the volunteers. Now you can get an extra t-shirt for $10 on your way out. Lapel pins are $20 uh, and help support covering the cost of the conference. This is not for profit. Hats are free. Take as many hats as you can. We have Hex hats for everybody. Um, and some of them are the ones that you haven't had yet. So hey, my final remark so much is that me. Go ahead. Hex, Hex is life-changing because it allows us to pay our future selves. The con- is now over let's go now and onboard users so next year we can grow our conferences even bigger
1: thank you maddie thank you so much everybody you guys are awesome i love you guys i'll see you later everybody i'm out right yep. you guys are the best i'm gonna be watching that price chart i love having a talk on a 27 percent update thank goodness <laughs> thanks you everybody later,